The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. So, what's going on? 276. Today's date is Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. We are live on YouTube. If you're out there in the, in the chat, make sure you say something. We know you're out there unless you do. Utilize the ghost tactical Rod Shelley Gates at Egypt. That was zero three six four 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 six seven eight. It's been a while. Four six seven eight. If you are a veteran, really anybody, but especially if you're a veteran and you're out there, you're in the in the hole. You're in that darkness. And you're looking for the light. Call me, text me, email me twenty four seven. I cannot give you medical advice, but I might be able to help you and, and be a decent way to talk through. If you are looking for someone to get you medical attention, remember two things. One. You are not alone in this fight. You have a lot of brothers out here that are willing and able to help you in any way. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So please, utilize the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255. We are spotlighting, as always, United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title United States Marine, see the website marines.com. And as always, we're a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Go check out all your favorite pro-gun, pro-2A podcasts over at selfdefenseradio.net. We take this off of my ugly mug and bring in uh, a full house, uh, a pretty full house already. Eight people get some more people that might be a hug. As a matter of fact, I think I've got one right there. Add that one real quick. So uh, we'll say hello to everyone real quick. I hope everybody's having a great time. Obviously, we did not have a show last week with SHOT Show going on, and that's pretty much exactly what we're going to talk about tonight is SHOT Show. So um, let's start uh, Let's start out with our good buddy from out in Arizona. We missed you last week, buddy. Uh, what's going on, John? How you doing, bro? I am doing fantastic. It is cold in Arizona, so uh, I don't understand. like 63, that. something like that. No, it was like 31 this morning. It was oh, bad, but I, nice. I still wore shorts and I kept to my promise, so that's all that matters. Uh, let's see here. I'm bad choppy. Is that what it says? That's fine. I can kill the cam. Uh, audio, hopefully that works better. Um, yeah, we missed you last week, and I know that Clover was up in Flagstaff a couple weeks, a couple days ago driving through. So the snow is pretty good. So I guess even Arizona can get a little chilly, you know. We're getting snow right now. It's coming down pretty hard where I'm living. It's, you know, for Arkansas, I know people are going to laugh out there. Oh, that's not that much. We probably already got at least six, seven inches of snow in the last few hours, at least where I live. And I know that's not a whole lot, but in Arkansas, that's, that's a lot of snow. From the state that is the shortest state, shortest letters in the state, but in the country, but takes two people to spell it out. 
from the interesting state of Ohio. I want to say that somewhere in Ohio is the center of the world. I think that's what someone said. Google said that one time or whatever. But we got Chris from the 740. What's up, man? Not much, man. Thank you for the invite. Glad to be here. Yeah, really. Ready to talk about Shop Show. Yeah. Uh, so this thing they called Shop Show, I guess it happened last week. I, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to talk a little bit about it. It's kind of interesting. Kind of interesting. Um, for I guess if you're the OH of Ohio, the other IO from Ohio is right there below you. We got our buddy Mike from MK Outdoor Journal, affectionately known and will always be known as Budget. What's up, homie? Uh, I'm alive. That's what's up. Yeah. I came home with yeah. a souvenir I didn't want. I've been in bed since I got back, man. Freaking crud got me. Yeah, it's um. It happens. I'm not going to lie. It does happen. Uh, we've all had the crud of some sort to some extent. Um, but yeah, um, I'm glad that you're at least here and able to uh, hang out for a little bit. Uh, new to our show, as far as being on the panel, it's good to have her. She uh, was her first time at Shot Show. We'll get into that. And she rocked it. She kicked ass last week. What's up? She fires. How are you? <laughs> Hello there. Thank you so much for having me. Um, good evening, gentlemen in chat. Um, yeah, it was amazing. Thanks for having me um, here to kind of share with you. Yeah, it'll be interesting to hear kind of uh, you and, and, and Mike were both first first year rookies there. I think Chris also was a rookie. Uh, it be interesting to kind of get your guys take on uh, a little bit of what you maybe expected going into it versus uh the reality of shot and all that but we'll definitely uh get you bringing here and um what in the hell are you doing clover it just just you know you give you give someone a little bit of power and they get they get you all screwed up um so now he's chase. moving around people huh this is your own chase right now. Well, I thought it would be appropriate because we were talking about first timers, right? So you're in the number one spot. I've got John and Chase, who are industry side. All across the middle is the new, the new people, and then at the bottom is the old fogies. So old, old fogies. fogies. <laughs> I was just trying to organize. That's all. You're younger than I am, dude. Oh, I think okay. I think Snob's younger than I am too. Well, you would be down here too, but you're the host, so. There you go. Damn straight on the host. So quit fucking with me. All right. All right. Uh, so let's go back up here now so I don't get screwed up. It looks like he's having a drink. Oh, that's just his avatar. Uh, he's probably having a drink also. Uh, our good buddy from EAA uh, who had an interesting week and is still having an interesting time in life. We'll jump into that a little bit. But uh, from EAA, we got Chase. What's going on, bud? What's up, man? How are you? I was not expecting to see you tonight, honestly. I figured, uh, you know. I mean, I've been up since 1.30 Eastern, and now I'm sitting in Arizona, and I concur with John. It's freaking cold for Arizona. I was not expecting to get off a plane to, like, 36 degrees in Phoenix. Well, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm glad to see you, but I figured you'd be asleep by now. Just saying. I mean, I probably should be, but, you know, I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. And from... Oklahoma, the Oki from Muskogee, or actually from um, Chelsea, we'll call him that. He is the biggest snob I know, and, and he's also called the gun snob. What's up, man? 
get them. Are you sick or are you just being you? No, I'm just being me. I'm not All a big right. baby like know. budget to get sick. I know, right? I mean, you know, his rookies get, you know, it's what it is. I accept that. Yeah. I'm just confused. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a fair statement. It's all good. No. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we're glad to have you, Snob. Um, thanks for coming on. And from Arizona, the Godfather himself. What's up, G? How are you? Eric Medlin. Thanks for hosting. Thanks for the link. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're always welcome. And riding shotgun as always, the uh, the tactical virus. I mean, Leprechaun himself. Oh, more importantly, G brought the uh, the pug, so we've got the uh, the pug with this. So it's nice to have the pug. They got the kennel cop, so he's underneath the blanket. Super cold here. There you go. Uh, the tactical virus. I mean, Leprechaun himself. What's up, Clove? How are you? Hey, man, I'm here. Yeah, you just rolled into town yesterday, I think. You just got home, so it was like a 10-day excursion for you. Last night, man, 11 days, basically, yeah. Yeah, lovely. Um, I know we saw a bunch of stuff at shot, but uh, do you have a shotgun of the week? You know what, and you've seen it. That's the one I'm going to bring up. And uh, that MS-1203, what is that, uh, Usan or whatever, that the AR pistol shotgun? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty sweet, actually. I mean, I don't know anything about it. Maybe the biggest piece of trash, but you talk about looking good. It sure looked good. I can tell you that much. It did look good. No, it definitely looked good. There was some, uh, they had some cool stuff in that booth. I can't wait to to talk with them. But yeah, um, that was definitely a cool one for sure. All right. Um, We usually spend this time doing the polls, but we didn't put any polls out last week. So uh, we're just going to kind of jump in and. And people, there. Most everyone on this panel has been on my show, except for maybe She Fire. So uh, we were talking a little bit beforehand. By the way, first of all, sorry for being a little late. Um, I had no cell service, and unfortunately, when you don't have cell service where I live, you don't have internet as well. So it's what it is. But uh, She Fires, Kelly's going to have to understand, uh, which I don't think she's going to have a problem at all. But if you want to say something around these guys, you can't. Chris will attest to this. You can't just kind of sit back and uh, hope that you get a second. I will try to do my best to uh, keep it somewhat structured. But I tell you what, if you need to say something, just tell us to shut the hell up and, and, and all that. We will be quiet, I promise you. Just be like me or Clover and just start talking over you until you get your, <laughs> you get your points across. really helps if you get loud. It really helps. Yeah, I was going to say anything, but Clover is the, the hero and the master of over-talking somebody. So. I mean, it reminds me of like Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving dinner at my grandparents' house where you got like 40 people and everybody's trying to talk over each other. Right. Um, I want to bring in the, the, the rookies first. And I, you know, I, I, this is not a derogatory, uh, comment. When I say this, I call you the rookies. It's just, it's what you were, uh, bring in Chris real quick and say, Chris, um, first year shot overall, um, good week, bad week. Was it, you know, how, how would you describe your first week at shot? Very successful. I, uh, good. Good. a lot of deals in the works and, um, I, Monday started out rough Sunday night. I didn't, I don't think I slept at all Sunday night in the hotel. I was like, had anxiety and I'm like, first shot show, <laughs> got out to range day and I was exhausted right out the gate. And then 
the weather sucked and the wind and the rain. And then about one o'clock I had, I just had enough. And I was like, I'm going to get on a bus and go back. I missed half the booths uh, out there. I shot a lot of the guns, but a lot of them I didn't shoot that I wanted to, but, but Tuesday morning, once I uh, hit the basement, found my groove and I just took off and yep. did my thing the rest of the week. So real happy. Yeah. You know, I, I saw you. Sleep and shot show don't go together anyway. So no, no, that is correct. Uh, they don't. If you're able to get four hours on average of sleep a night, uh, you're probably pretty lucky. Let's be honest. Especially yeah, if you get if more than you, know, you get more than four hours sleep, you're not doing shot show right. I don't know. Yeah. I got six, six plus. You can still do it. You can. Um, you can. Six, six is uh, pretty magical. That's that's pretty strong right there to get six hours of sleep a night. But um, you yeah, know, well, was, I think it's important because it's you can get you can start losing it. You know, you start losing track of stuff and first impressions and you know, can't, I don't know. You know, I, I think you can do it with you can get six hours, yeah. especially with Uber mm-hmm. and stuff. You guys aren't even getting into parking and stuff well i guess maybe some of you are parking no i had an uber uh, a couple different times which is okay i mean i I, i'm used to that Uh, i'm used to having to go to a couple different places that clover and those guys aren't going to go to and so i had to you know uber so uber is not bad uh bringing kelly from she fires and uh, i want to bring her in and overall right off the bat good week (laughs) bad week interesting what was your first take Amazing. 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 Yeah. I mean, like Chris, I had a little bit of anxiety also. I think it helped. I, I got there late Saturday, late uh, evening mm-hmm. or early evening. Um, so I had Sunday just to kind of get my bearings and pick up my media pass, all that jazz. So that definitely helped. Um, and then starting early with the days, kind of getting a head start um, with folks. Yeah. So it was amazing. You guys prepared us newbies really really well i feel well um that's the one that's the one thing that is always helpful at least for me is when i first went went my first one i had g and a few others that were instrumental in helping us and um making sure that we kind of understood what what to prepare for and all that now obviously the same thing we did with everybody else but obviously there are just some things that you're gonna have to like go through and learn on your own um and that's just there's nothing you can prepare people for uh you can tell them different things but there's some things you just have to like learn on your own like getting four hours sleep and and all this stuff but uh yeah you guys you did a great job it was nice meeting you and uh, your husband and, and just it, honestly just seeing how you worked and and actually i didn't see you very much which is a good thing because it means that you were out there working and and, and all of that so that's such a great thing um bring in mike real quick from uh mk outdoor journal and mike unfortunately unfortunately had the the huge problem of um staying with clover and i and there were times that we were up until almost two o'clock in the morning um, after getting home from wherever we were and we're still pumped and all that and and doing our nightly after action report and unfortunately Mike got 
tied up in that a couple times. So first of all, sorry for keeping you up, but uh, no, hope you had a great good conversations. Well. Hey, those were good did, conversations, man. He did an excellent job holding down the fort, literally. Though. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah, Mike. Um, Mike. Mike lived in the in the Harry Potter. Uh, portion of, of the house. He lived in the room underneath the stairs. And yeah, it was let's, actually a really let's, let's not put any bones on it. They shoved me under the steps. <laughs> That's what happened. Literally. literally. But it's like oh. the coolest place in the world to be. It was dark for the most part. Um, you could have had a badass fort in there. It was it was a pretty I'm sweet place. I'm kind of surprised yeah. they didn't chain me out in the in the little uh, courtyard there. That, that's that's what I'm kind of surprised didn't happen, but that's okay. You know, if, if we weren't smoking a lot, then yeah, you know, I, I, I have standards. I didn't want to keep you out there while I'd be smoking, but uh, if you weren't smokers, you definitely would have stayed outside. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for you overall, aside from getting the crud, which happens a lot, everyone gets the crud eventually, but um, aside from getting the crud, um, expectations of going in versus reality what, what were they it was pretty much spot on for me um okay i've had yeah. the leg up of going to shows like uh the nra annual meeting i've went to the uscca mm -hmm. expo and i've attended other trade shows so i kind of had an idea what to expect and it was just those shows on a much much larger scale and without yeah. the general public and that's pretty right. much what I got. It uh, There was a lot more ground to cover, a lot more people to see, and a lot more contacts to be made. But, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I ha also had the advantage of having listened to shows like this for the last couple, three years. Every time SHOT Show rolls around, this is, you know, you people start having shows on, you know, going to SHOT Show and what you can expect and, you know, listen to these conversations. So I had a rough idea what to expect and uh, it was it was pretty much exactly what I thought. And it was freaking cool. Nice. Is it is yeah. it time for SHOT Show yet? Exactly. Right. Uh, well, it's that's, always time for SHOT Show. That's what I was going to ask for the three because we know Chris uh, this year I'm uh, yeah, not spoiling anything. I think we talked about it before, but Chris had some hesitation. So my question for all three and just start with Chris and run down the line but having experienced your first shot show now, do you wish you would have had the opportunity had gone before now? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Yes. So for anybody out there that's um, putting that's putting it off, there you go. Right. That's right. If yeah. you can align so, things so that you can go, go. Right. Well, sure. Absolutely. That that's that. Yeah. So I guess the next question is is. I'm assuming y'all are going to go back next year, assuming that, you know, the world's still around and all of that. You guys are going to plan on going back. Uh, Already yeah. planning for it. Nice. Yeah, I'm definitely going back. As long as I still have That's a channel, awesome. I'm going back. Yeah, this is something that, you know, Clover brought up, and this is something we talk about every year. There's a lot of people up there that were watching our shows kind of lead the shot. Uh, G-Webs and Clover, they were doing a weekly show on Tuesdays for months leading up and the same thing. And it happens every year. You know, I, I wish I could go or um, I don't, I couldn't take the time off or I, I don't have the money. And I understand those things. Um, here's the thing. We know when shot is every year. They've already released the dates for 2024. There is no excuse 
to not be able to have enough time to ask for days off. If you are worried about money, you know, you've got literally a year to, you know, I would say if you could save up a thousand dollars, that should cover easily um, your travel there, your rooms. If you do it smartly, your, 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 you know, and all that and food, if you do it smartly, you can, like we did, we had five people in our condo and we stayed for basically 20, 25, somewhere between 20, $25 a night, which is unheard of in Vegas, but you can do it that way. Um, if you do the parties right, or you get hooked up with different things or coupons or whatever, you can eat for fairly cheap or nothing in Vegas. If you're driving or flying, just be on the lookout for, for, um, you know, for prices and all of that, you can go relatively cheaply so there's always a way to go and this is one of the weeks that if you have the availability to go instead of figuring out how you can't go make sure if you've got to sell a gun i know people that have sold guns to make sure they can get the shot show um if you're in this media world especially the, the, the social media side of things of the industry and you're wanting to be part of this this industry and this community and you're not going to shot you're not gonna, ever going to get where you need to be um shot show is crucial for you to to get to so uh, i want to bring in john um, can, can i make oh, one, one absolutely thing. go for it mike 100 if you're in the media side of things and i'm i'm sure it holds true with the 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 industry side of things as well shot show is an investment you know, you, you have to look at it like that. The the expense of that it takes for you to go to SHOT Show is an investment. It's an investment that will pay dividends to you based upon how hard you work it, making contacts, making, you know, networking with people there. Um, yep. That's how I chose to look at it. I, I don't know. Am I completely off there? No, that's 100%. No, I'm. That's exactly right. I actually bring in John and Chase uh, and let them talk a little bit about this from the industry side of things. These guys have both been there uh, as part of the industry. And we're talking about from the media side. It's the same thing from the industrial side as well. Um, it's an investment to be at SHOT Show, but hopefully there is a big return on investment throughout the year. Um, bring in John real quick, who, who unfortunately... Um, wasn't there i was really hoping to see you but some things happened last minute um in life that that happens that wasn't able to bring in um how how hard was last week knowing that everybody that you know your good friends and within the industry was there and you were you were not able to make it you know it was it was really hard uh you know because i've i've been going to shot for four years now and to be yeah. sitting uh, sitting there watching everything happen for, through your phone was really brought me back to like the humble beginnings of before I was at shot, you know, and it was cool yeah. again, seeing it from a non industry person kind of seeing the new yeah. things, kind of seeing what was going on. And at the same time though, like I didn't get to meet with you. I didn't get to meet with all you guys, which, which is really what, yeah shot for me is about it's it's there's two things like when it was selling stuff it was all about um making connections with dealers and then follow is a sure. lot of follow-up uh 
but from where I sit now in the marketing side, it's, it's a lot of meeting with you guys talking, Hey, let's plan out for the year. Let's see what you guys got planned. Uh, what's going on. And it, um, a lot of good conversations happen at shot. You learn a lot of cool things. So it sucked, but life happens and you got to roll with the punches, unfortunately. Absolutely. Uh, we definitely missed having you there for sure. And, um, yeah, we're not going to go into too much, but just to say we, we missed you a little bit, but uh, a little bit, not a lot, a little bit. But. I missed you, and I missed seeing Chris and everybody else in here, but Clover, you know, it was a great time not to see him, unfortunately. I mean, I had to stay with that guy, so imagine how I felt. I'm just saying. I got that a lot this year. It's like, man, you again? I'm like, yeah. To be honest, Clover, like, behind your back, like everyone says that every year. Oh, man, I know. We, we love to hate him. It's all right. You did miss out on all the free lucky charms, though. This is true. This is true. And the specials. And the specials. Rolled up in that carpet. Yeah, probably. And the special sticker. I mean, were they magically delicious? Oh, yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, now I really feel it. Thanks, Thanks, Chris. Thanks for making me feel it's, bad. I appreciate it's, that. It's nothing that you couldn't go down to Walmart and pick up and, and, and you know, not miss out on. I'm, just gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. It wasn't that magical. Super I mean, the magic, <laughs> the magic dust was just math. It's okay. That wasn't dust, bro. I'm just saying. Yeah. Maybe angel dust, but yeah. Uh, Chase, you know, from the industry side, uh, I, first of all, um, Clover and I and, and a few others, Mike and, and, and Snob and some other people uh, this week, um, got to see a part of shot that at least I've never seen before. I, I suspect. Most everybody hasn't. Uh, you got to see uh, behind the scenes a little bit. Uh, thanks to our friends at EAA, we we got the opportunity um, to help out with them. Um, first of all, our, our, our best wishes go out to Paul. Hope he's feeling better. But um, we, I, I shouldn't say we, I have a newfound respect for the industry of what you guys go through, uh, knowing the hours that y'all have to put in, putting up the the if you will, the booth setting up for range day, the hours that you're keeping, having to entertain people at night and all that. We get to go to these parties and stuff at night and be entertained. And you had to be the one entertaining, which isn't a big deal for you because you get, you're entertaining just in itself. But um, it was, it's, it's an interesting way to see shot from behind the scenes a little bit. Um, how was shot for you? I know you guys had a lot of new products out there that were being unveiled last week. Um, how was shot for you last week considering, <clears throat> excuse me? Well, I mean, obviously considering that was yeah. definitely the craziest shot show we've ever had. Right. You know? Like I posted, you know, myself and, you know, I'll say it again. Like, you know, we really appreciate everybody, you know, helping us out last minute because that was a huge help and we needed it. That's what friends are for, man. That's what it friends just, are for. Just, you know, you got to keep old men away from tiger enclosures. It'll be all right. I'm telling and, and especially when they're in their Liberace outfit. It was like, so, it was come like, on. Why would you wear that? It's so ridiculous. Right. Feathers yeah. and sparkles, man. Just, what, what do you do? If no, you guys I mean, aren't, aren't aware, um, we had a member, a friend of ours, who's a member that um, decided he was going to go visit the old set of the Siegfried and, or Siegfried, Siegfried and Roy show and, had an interesting time with the tiger in his uh, Liberace outfit. If you're not what I'm talking about, go check out Clover's video. But no, we had a good friend of ours that had some health issues, and um, 
it is what it is. You know, you, you help out when you can and you do what you can. And um, that's what friends are for. So, yeah. I just, hope everybody that, stays, I just hope everybody stays healthy and I don't ever have to do it again. I mean, no offense, but that's brutal. It yeah, is I mean, brutal whenever you get stuck picking up Jeff and TJ at the airport because you guys bailed on them. I had the worst <laughs> gig out of it. <laughs> you you did get, you did get screwed. There's no doubt about that. Um, yeah, but you but also very got to with the uh, with 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 the murder motel and in Vegas is like you know, dude, that was sketchy. I would not have stayed there. You couldn't paid me enough to stay at that <laughs> shithole he was staying at. Oh, they were happy and, to walk back. Like after we tore everything down, we were all you know going our separate ways. They were like giddy to walk back and see what they got into. Which hotel was this? So I agree. Yeah, it was not a hotel. There was there was no H in it. <laughs> okay. There may have been some hose in it, but it was not a hotel. <laughs> There's a yeah. It was it was uh, next door to Circus Circus. So if if you're familiar with Vegas, Circus Circus is amongst the big quote unquote casino hotels. Is is universally and widely considered probably the worst uh, of those big ones and this was um next to it and apparently made circus circus look good so we're gonna go with that yeah so circus yeah. circus is the retirement home for working girls basically <laughs> and this was the hostel next to it yeah. <laughs> yeah. well the highway in or whatever he was staying at he literally put up a short talking about it and he went in the office to ask about their Wi-Fi password, and the lady looked him up and down and said, you're dressed really nice for staying here. And he was just wearing, like, a, a polo shirt and khakis. That's because and, he had all his teeth, and a needle wasn't hanging out of his arm. Exactly. That's fair. That is fair. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to kind of throw this out there to everybody. I'm going to start with Snob, G, and Clover that have been there before, but anyone jump in. Um, I'm going to start, start by saying that last year I had said very easily that I thought last year's SHOT Show was the best SHOT Show ever from my point of view. Uh, the crowds were down, which allows you to, to be able to have great conversations with um, the, the vendors and, and, and the exhibitors and the booths and, and had some great, great, great conversations, which which ultimately led to a lot of great work happening between um, our channel and, and these great companies. I knew this year was going to be a little bit busier, obviously, because the world is kind of getting back to normalcy. Um, and it, it was. It was definitely it was bigger as far as the turnout. Um, and the great vibe that, you know, if people have been there before, they know the SHOT Show vibe is. And um, it was nice to hear the buzz back and, and all of that. But you were still able to have meaningful 10, 15-minute conversations with people in the booths. And it was nice to maybe have a good mixture of the crowd vibe and um, the great conversations. But I want to kind of go to Snob and G and Clover that have been there before um in comparison to previous years what did you guys think about this particular shot show it was great from my view i thought it was busier than last year but like you said still had plenty of time and everybody was just in a good mood it seemed like everything was yeah last year people were stressing over the mask situation and all that and it's just there were a lot of little things irritating everybody there i think and this year it just wasn't that way everybody was just it was just a good show I think everybody was grateful that it was kind of like back to normal 
and yeah. that it's like oh man we're all back together it's normal again you know booze were full i mean we had already we had heard um that what they turned down 300 booths or something 330 something like or that. oh my god yeah that they, they couldn't get in um so yeah i mean because of that it was you know take take kind of the the vibe last year from those there willing to work it and then pack the house right and then amplify right. turn that vibe up a little bit and i think that was this year's show you know it was for for me one of the coolest things for me was caesar's because the first year for Caesars yes. was last year, and it was like a third full. And you're like, well, this this is kind of like it's all way, I mean, all the way across the bridge, which is, I mean, a, you know, very short bridge. It's to, it's a man made bridge to walk over, but there was nobody over there. And I was like, oh man, this is kind of now. This year it was it was full, and so now it has its own vibe. And and for me, like the vibe that I can't wait every year is down in the ba- in the dungeon, the basement, whatever you want to call it. That's when I kind of get the, the feeling pretty closely is, is all right, how's shot going to be? Okay, the vibe's here. Going to Caesars this year first, we had we had a good friend of ours in a company that decided he needed us there at 10 o'clock on Tuesday, which if you know anything about SHOT Show, having a meeting set up at 10 o'clock on Tuesday is complete horseshit. Um, but we had to do what we had to do, and uh, we're going to give Ken hell for that, but it is what it is. But we were over in Caesars right away and having it full and hearing its own little buzz and seeing it full. I kind of dig Caesars. Um, before I go to G Webs, just kind of just throw it out there to the room. Um, what did you guys, even like the, the Rooks, um, what did you guys think of Caesars this year? I enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome over there. There was a lot of good companies. Um, uh, I had to go because I wanted to go over and see the Zenith booth, and which they were over yeah. there. Um, but I, I was really surprised, like how nice everybody was to the media too. I mean, there was times where I would just be standing there, and mm. someone would say, "Hey, do you want to look at this? You want to do an interview about this?" And I'm like, "Sure, well, grab the cameras, let's go." You know. So I, I really liked it over at Caesars. Thought it was great. Yep. Yeah, I think for me, because this is the first time kind of seeing it, it's although it was separate by the the bridge, it still seemed like it was one type of event altogether. Yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean it, it does. It it had it had the same feel as like kind of like the main floor over in, in the sands or Venetian, whatever they call it now. Um, you know, but for me, it's, it's really, it was really nice to see it this year because last year it was literally like a third full and now it was full and it was, it was pretty awesome. Um, Clove, G was, what'd you guys think, uh, about Caesars this year? Well, they put the university over there, so that took up a chunk of it. So that changed the layout and it wasn't like three rooms kind of like the law enforcement rooms are which makes it confusing when you got you know essentially one big room with the wall of our divisions up it just yeah you just make people loot miss pieces so they they simplified it i guess so that helped but i don't know if uh people that went to the university doug having the university over there and i don't know did we're just assuming that everybody's coming in from either the Venetian or the main sands entrance. How many people came in from the Ferris wheel entrance? 
because if you came in the Ferris wheel entrance, shot shows backwards to us. You know Quite a few saying? people did. I know for yeah, a this is true. I, I haven't really thought of that because I've always kind of gone in from the Venetian. Now I was out by the Ferris wheel uh, at the mobile range and they had some really badass Humvees out there. So I spent some time out there, but I, I guess, yeah, if, 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 I mean, I wanted to, cause I forgot last year. Yeah. And I totally forgot again this year. So, and I'm you know trying to see everything. It's just that, uh, just forgot, you know, didn't think about yeah, I, I didn't think of I didn't think about the idea of someone coming in and that's their main entrance that the sands is actually the back part of shot, which is kind of interesting to think about. But yeah, they never find law enforcement through. rooms. You know, think of trying to find law enforcement rooms if you're coming in by the Ferris wheel. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be a pain in the ass, honestly. Uh Chloe, what'd you think about Caesars this year? Um it was better. I mean, it being packed was good. Uh, the layout, uh, you know, one of the things with this that I, I found myself and you'd be over at Caesars and this speaks a little bit to what she fires was talking about it, about how it all kind of meshes together. And, and this really, I don't remember this happening last year, right? But this year you would be at Caesars and for, a, and for a quick second, anyway, you would forget you weren't in the, on the main floor or, now, down downstairs, yes. I mean, it's like it's it's easy to tell you're down there because of the low ceiling and the whatever, right? But um, it you would, yeah. It was one of the things where it was like you'd be in a booth, and I don't know with the way the lighting was, and just I mean, it was really nice. And you would think, oh, you know, I'm going to run over there, and you're like, oh crap, yeah, I'm at Caesars. Never mind. I mean, that's all the way across the bridge, way over yonder. I'll have to get to that in a minute. So um, the flow, I think, was really was really good. I, I talked to a lot of people and, you know, when we went to range day that day, as a matter of fact, or when we at, went out to the mobile range out front uh, or out back, I guess, but on again, which direction you're talking about. Uh, we actually met some people coming in that were coming in from there. Quite a few people. Uh, so I've seen quite a few people and, and had some people. I had, uh, I had one lady, um, woman who carry HQ, I think her name's Chantel, um, that, sent me a message and she's like, I'm here, you know, um, you know, I need to find the media room. And she had came in from that side and I'm like, Holy Moses. I'm like, well, it's a long way from where you're at. You're ready for a walk. She came in from the other side (laughs) trying to find the (laughs) room. Right. Right. And so it's like, come through that, come through this, come through this hallway, get to this hall, go up to the fourth floor, you know? Um, and you know, walked her in pretty easily. It wasn't, it wasn't hard to walk her in, but yeah. Um, so there was a lot more people using that entrance on it. I think that's good at that. It breaks up the, it breaks up the flow a little bit having that right. Because you've got certain people that start out in one section versus another. And I think the law enforcement rooms are a good example of that and having downstairs. So you've got all these multiple pieces. That's not one big floor with everybody just thrown in there and trying to get around. Right. Um, you know, some flow from one, portion to the next back and forth and i think that helped a lot this show um would like the fluidity of movement you know i didn't run into a whole lot of like bottlenecks and traffic jams this show um but and we didn't last show either but we didn't last show because attendance and everything was down right this show i mean there was a lot of people walking around but everything just seemed to flow Yeah, that that was the great thing uh, for me 
was, like I said, the vibe was back, which I enjoy the vibe. Now, I don't always enjoy the craziness of huge, you know, crowds, but I always enjoy the vibe. And there, it was last year was great in so many ways from from my point of view. Maybe not so much from the exhibitor's point of view because people weren't there, buyers weren't there, dealers weren't there. But there was no vibe either. So it was kind of like a weird, I don't know, it was just weird. This year was just probably for me, uh, probably my favorite shot show. Um, one, it was extremely productive. Um, as far as the goals, we, we, we went about and did some things differently this year than we've done in years past and had different goals met all those goals with flying colors, did everything we wanted to do. Plus the vibe was really cool and all that. So um, for the, for those that have been there before, um, well, let's, I want to actually want to bring in uh, Chase and, and, and talk about this real quick um, from the industry side compared to last year, uh, better, not as good. Um, how was your feelings about shot in comparison to the last few years, especially last year for sure? I would say, I mean, <clears throat> other than our problems notwithstanding, overall this was a much better show than last year. The um, the crowd was definitely up. The vibe was definitely up. It felt like a you know it felt like a shot. You know, you didn't have all the you know, different issues that people had with whatever last year, be it, you know, mask or scared to travel or whatever. I mean, I know travel is still hard for some people this year because the just sheer cost of stuff has been rough. But overall, I mean, we had some really good, you know, media engagements. We had really good meetings with people we needed to have meetings with a little bit that I actually got to go out and look around. Like it was, it was busy. It was a shot show. It's, you know, it's what you expect it to be. You know, the halls leaving, you know, they were, you know, full again. It's not like you could just like basically walk right through the Venetian or whatever and not have to worry about hitting anybody. But overall, I would call it probably one of the better shows I've ever attended. Um, that's that's awesome to hear from the industry side because that's that hopefully means that that means that dealers and the buy groups and all that and the gun shops and everyone that were there were interested in the products. Um and I guess it's hard for you to tell. You won't know for a few months what that means as far as sales. Um, but like you said, kind of gauging off years past is pretty good. That's good to hear from in, 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 on the industry side because, you know, uh, that's kind of one of the reasons why I was I was glad that you're here. I was surprised you were asleep. But I wanted to kind of yeah. hear from the industry side because I hear from all the media people and all of our friends that have been there for a few years that, most people are saying it's one of, if not the best shot shows they've been to. But I was, I was, I'm glad to hear that from the industry side as well, that it was a pretty productive and successful shot as well. Yeah, and I talked to several guys throughout the industry. I mean, guys and women as well, through you know, big, big operations, small operations, some other media guys. Like that's what they do is like professional media handling, whatever. Yeah, and everybody. For the, I would say 95% of the people I talked to, everybody was really positive on this show, which yeah. most people were not super positive going into the show, not knowing how this year was going to be. Right. But this, you know, it puts kind of a, a more positive outlook on how 2023 is going to go. I hope so. Um, I think it might have been Chloe. I think you were there with me. I can't remember who was. I was. I don't even remember what day it was. Like that's the thing about shot. If you're doing it right, it all seems like one long ass day for a week. Um, I don't remember what day it was and who was. I, th I thought maybe Clover might have been there. It might have been someone else. 
but I was talking with this guy and he was like, how's shot going? And we're talking, he goes, well, I actually work for NSSF. So I, I would like, you know, hear some feedback. And I was telling him what I thought about this, that, and the other. And he was like, that's really, really great stuff. Well, I'll make sure that people, you know, we take it back to the meetings and all of that. Um, so it was nice to see that maybe NSSF, um, it, although NSSF had some issues uh, that uh, I'm still not very happy with prior to SHOT Show, but um, they pulled it off and it sounds like everyone had a good time. So maybe there's a recipe in there somehow that uh, NSSF can maybe take down the road and, and make it this way where well, you limiting people. I don't know how you do it, but it was a really good shot this year. Uh, I'm going to kind of go through the room real quick. I'm going to start with uh, Chris and say, not, not maybe I'm not, let's not talk about products yet. Let's just talk overall experience. What was the most exciting thing or the best thing that you had to do with shot this past week? I mean, the, I guess my favorite part is anytime, same thing like when I went to Wanamaker. It's always great to see everybody in person, you know, sure. shake hands, give hugs, whatever. Um, that's that's always kind of a highlight thing. Um, I mean, for me, I, you know, I just wanted to definitely make some connections while I was out there, you know, and bust my, bust my ass to get a lot of those connections made and you know, I think that was probably my best part was, you know, things that I got in the works now, talking with other companies and stuff that I met out there and I did interviews with. So, um, you know, because it gives you more content for the channel, you know, it's, I mean, I like doing reviews and things like that. So, um, you know, overall, I'm really happy with that part of it. That was kind of what I set out to do. And I think I, I think I got what I wanted. So. Um, yeah, that was my favorite part of it was just networking with these companies and showing them what I can do, you know, on my channel and things like that. And going to hope for the best from here on out. Well, I, you know, once again, uh, when I did see you, you were, you were rocking last week. So I was really, not that we, any of us that know you, none of us had any doubts that you would rock it, but, uh, you did a great job. Uh, my best part with she fires was meeting someone that's just barely shorter than I am. Uh, that was probably my <laughs> highlight of the right, week. Right, right. Uh, we're just barely, but uh, it's it, it's very rare when I get to tower over somebody in life. So that was my best part of, of shot with Kelly was uh, that. No, it was it was great to uh, see you. You rocked this week. You kicked some ass. But uh, aside from products, we'll talk products here in a little bit. But what was like your best part of shot that you enjoyed the most, or what was the best thing of shot? Um, you know, I, you all had mentioned before, um, and even in times past, that maybe being a content creator was kind of frowned upon, um, and even with, you know, certain types of media, but everyone was so welcoming, and even, like, some people were like, hey, you're with media, you want to come and talk to me? And it was very, po I was positively received, especially since a part of my message was I'm a new gun owner, I'm a woman, you know, I want to be a positive example and I want to share content with other folks who are in the same position that I am in and your product will help, or, you know, are you you're looking to gain more visibility with the type of audience? Um, people look like me, 
So very well received with that kind of message. And I kind of changed it um, being on GWeb um, and CloverText um, lives before, um, kind of changed it and altered it based upon who I was talking to, um, which is a tip that you all gave me. And that, that seemed to help. So um, it was a welcoming environment being new. Awesome. Yeah, you, you guys kicked ass, man. And and all, all three of the quote-unquote rookies this year, Mike uh, kicked ass as well. Um, we we got to spend, obviously, he stayed with us. We got to spend some more time with Mike kind of hearing his debrief at night and stuff like that. Uh, Mike, I'm going to go to you. Uh, products aside right now, what was for you the, the highlight of shot? I heard, I heard Budget was also uh, going around telling people he was a new female gun owner. Just saying. Well, to, to uh -oh. be fair, to be fair, it is a brave new world. <laughs> it's um, 2023. I can identify however he, I, I, I was going to say he he can identify. You know, sure. not that there's anything wrong with this, but <laughs> he can identify however he wants, and he can even be my latex salesman if he wants to be. You know, that's right. It's gold budget. It's gold. That's right. No, speaking my, of uh, Seinfeld, we did watch quite a bit of Seinfeld uh, over the uh, over we the did. week. We yeah. absolutely do. Yeah, that was that was amazing that we were actually in the house and I actually got to watch Seinfeld with other people who enjoy Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Shot Show is like a never ending Tuesday. It just doesn't have any feel. It's kind of like Groundhog Day, isn't it? I mean, it's just it's it's ongoing. Uh, but yeah. Uh Mike, let's go back to you and uh what did you think of the highlight of Shot for you was? My highlight for Shot was twofold. Uh first it was reaffirming the connections that I've already had with companies I've already worked for and people I've already worked with and, 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 and just kind of strengthening those bonds. You know, it's always good to uh, see a familiar face and shake a familiar hand. Um, and the second part of that was meeting the new folks, you know, people that I've, that I never met before, like chase and, 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 you know, the people, <coughs> From... Quit, ki quit kissing his ass, dude. <laughs> dude, I ain't got Chase time to kiss a highlight? that ass. Wow. I'm a solid C-list celebrity. You shut your dirty mouth. That's right. No, but, you, you know, he, he was, in fact, one of the new people that I've met. So, you know, he's here. So why not use him as an example? But, you know, it, it's making those connections and reaffirming the connections that already exist. That was the highlight of shot for me. Um, I'm going to bring in Chase and, and John as well, because John's been on, you know, uh, kind of both sides of the aisle at shot and, and ram and different things. Uh, from the industry side, you know, I know what it's like for us to come home and say, okay, we need to start kind of uh, finding the business cards and, and reaching out to the companies that we had great conversations with. Obviously, this is a part of shot. So shot continues on for a while. Um, from the industry side, John and Chase, um, and Chase being at another show already, uh, how far down the line does shot kind of extend with, uh, the thousands, I'm assuming thousands of emails you're getting ready to get flooded with. Um, I know it's a nasty and, and it's an ugly part of what happens is when you're working with a lot of people during a week and then you have two or three weeks or a month of emails coming in, um, how how much of it is do you really kind of get to move on or are you always kind of in shot mode for the next month because of the correspondence between different buyers and media and all of that? Is that uh, is that still considered part of shot, I guess? 
<clears throat> well, for me, back back when I was working at the other company, it was we'd get back and we'd pile up our business cards and go through. Okay, well, this goes to this guy because you know this is what his account looks like. Well, this is what we foresee. And you start passing around business cards, but it's a lot of going in and you're starting conversations with some of these buy groups at shot and before shot and then going, okay, well, we'll give you show pricing at shot instead of at the buy group show. And then you're going up and you're falling. Most of the time you're following up with them like a week later. So it's, yeah. it's a lot of that. Um, and then from the, like, the marketing and media side, you're, you're just following up with these guys or you, you have a card. And if you didn't write notes, uh, you're going, okay, well, who is this person again? <laughs> what did I talk right, to them about? Right. Like you got to remind me, what did we talk about? Okay, cool. Um, so that- you bring up an interesting point that when you were with the other company as a company, you guys on the, on the marketing and media side, got back and started having meetings about, you know, hey, there's a list of these cards. We know that we want to work with some of these people um, and all of that. What about the people that you are meeting for the first time? Like from the industry side, I think it'd be interesting for us media, you know, how does that go when like you have a stack of cards that you you, you met for the very first time and deciding, deciphering how you're going to choose which content creators or which media outlets or whatever that you want to work with how does that kind of happen after shot it comes down to a number of things it really comes down to how did the conversation go you know you're also following up like let's just say it's ghost or you know it's you and you you worked with chase in the past a lot of that is me going hey chase this is my first time meeting him you know how how has it been working with him like, cause there's a lot of people that'll blow smoke and then you come to find out that what they promised and said doesn't align mm. with what they're actually can do. So you're talking to other people and, and kind of feeling it out, or you just going, you know what, I'm willing to take a chance. Let's go. Let's talk. Let's get this going. This is a great conversation. Um, and I've had it both ways where I thought somebody blew smoke and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give them the chance. I think, I think there's something here and it, and it's worked right. out great. And then other times it's been, Hey, this is the deal we've worked out. Like let's talk. And then they ghost you after they, they take the product and don't do anything. And then you mark that down. I'm sorry, John. I apologize. Yeah. You. Thanks, Chris. I apologize. You know, you know, but yeah, that's really mm-hmm. what it, what it comes down to. It's, it's things like that where it's small, if you and it sounds like this show is different than in years past where media is kind of be pushed off and it kind of flows with the market right now and i think a lot yeah. of companies are aligning with that hey these this media is not here to hurt us they're here to help us um it kind of push things that you need pushed yeah it's it's one of those things from from the media side we always like to say that you know we're here to help companies and all that but it, it, it's true. I mean, I, I can see where uh, different creators or different groups or whatever um, are only out for a certain thing or whatever, and they'll use you until they get what they want, and then they're done with you. And that's sad because it makes everybody else look bad. But I think it's interesting what you just said is we talk about this a lot, but our industry in the grand scheme of things is extremely small. 
and people jump back and forth between different companies left and right. It's just, there's only so many companies out there, but you said that, uh, you know, if you're, if you're talking to a media person that you never worked with, but you know, they've worked with a buddy of yours at another company that you'll actually reach out to the other company and talk. I don't think that a lot of media people, I don't know why they don't understand this, but they don't understand sometimes that like everyone kind of knows everyone. Um, and, and if you've, if you've done a company wrong over here, there's a good chance that company B, C, and D have probably heard about it or will hear about it. Well, and I'll give you an example and I'm not going to name names, but I, I had a person who was talking about, you know, they're sponsored by Swamp Fox and I know Tyler pretty decently now. So yeah. I was like, Tyler, do you guys, you know, Oh Tyler yeah. One sent- Tyler too. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember which one, one of them. Uh, but I was like, yeah, Hey, did you send them some product? How's it been working with? Oh yeah. We send them product, blah, blah, blah. Uh, later on down the line, they, they did something and I, I called Tyler. I'm like, Hey, this is what he did to me. Like, what did he do for you guys? He said, he's sponsored by you that you're paying him to do this stuff. And they're like, Whoa, 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 wait a minute. That's a lie. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. What we are. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of those things where, and, and you'll see it with, you won't see it as much with bigger companies because they just write it off. But like smaller sure. companies, like uh, let's just say like a, a a Cox Arms, who's a friend of mine, he got burned by this guy, and he's small, and that really that you know twelve hundred, fourteen, nineteen hundred dollar gun, that's a lot for them. Yeah, and then now yeah. they have this taste in their mouth, like media is here to you know just get what they want and leave, and that's that's yeah. one of the things that people have to learn, like we all talk and it's, and it, you guys have been in circles where it's been like, Hey, do you know this so-and-so? And then it's like, well, that person did this. Okay. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Uh, we're going to chase real quick and, and kind of the same thing. Um, as far as the media is concerned, um, how do you guys kind of go about deciding whether or not, you going through your stack of cards or you get the hundred thousand emails from people that you met last week, kind of how do you decipher through those and figure out, is it literally they have to make an impression on you when you meet them or how do you figure out who you might want to align with and work with throughout the year? I mean, a lot of it, like initially somebody I've never met before, if you know, you got impressions, a big thing, it goes a long way. Sure. You know, how somebody interacts initially, that type of thing. Like what, like to like exactly what John was saying, like the industry is big, but it's small and we all talk like we all talk. A perfect example of that is I was literally doing that today. Like I was running some guys I know today who people had, you know, approached them at shot and they're like, hey, what do you know about this guy? What do you know about this guy? Is this worth doing? Is this worth doing? I won't name names. There's a, you know, a creator that came up to another company was like demanding $2,500 a post. Because what? his reach is so huge. Hmm, I wonder who that could be. A post, not yeah. a video per post. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's, that's nuts. That's, that's nuts. So, uh, it, it, it is interesting to know that. And, and for people out there that are, there's a lot of people out there in the chat or maybe listen to this. They're talking about maybe starting a channel or getting to shot show and understand that when we talk about industry, um, Industry includes the media, includes the, the consumers, it includes the buy groups and everything as the gun shops. This whole industry includes everyone, and it's a very closely knit, 
pretty much spider web entwined um, industry that, you know, you do something, you know, sometimes you have to pay the piper and you might have to earn your way back into the inner circle of different people. So be cognizant of that. Um, I do want to bring in G real quick. G's been going for, I don't know, 17, 18, 19 different shot shows. And um, I know we were on your your chat last night and you had mentioned, you know, that, how you thought about it. But I kind of wanted you to bring you in. And in comparison to previous years and all of that, with everything that happened this past week, where does this shot show kind of stick out in your mind? Is it, is it just another shot show or was it one of the better ones or one of the worst ones? Or what was your feeling after been to so many of them? So, yeah, it's definitely one of the better ones. I think that it's hard to say the second one can be the better one, right? Like, cause in a lot of ways last year had to be the one that was better, the best one in a while to like change the direction and everything. But there was fewer people. And like you guys already all had said, you know, it's everyone got more comfortable this year and more people showed up and there was more reunions and stuff. So this year was better but in this new direction. And then 2008, there was a similar, like, kind of, I don't know what it was back then, but I really liked 2008 also. So what I'm going to say, I think, because I knew you were coming to this question, I was thinking about it earlier. I think the big difference this year to me was uh, the way that everything, like if you talk about all those realms, you just talked about the industry and the media and the, the show itself, like the, the people that support or the people that, promote the show like just everything kind of came together well and it was a good year for everything like we weren't under a massive political pressure we aren't in a lot of fear we have all these new gun owners and they're not brand new like they're now a couple of years into it and they're expanding their interests and they're at shot right so there's you know new people that are exploring more than whether they're getting their next carry gun or they're getting into other things besides carry guns and they're not coming from a very narrow experience, right? Because a lot of us, I think, in old shot shows where our influence was our parents and their influence was whatever, cowboy movies or World War II or movies of the 80s. You know, generally it was a fairly narrow interest range. It was really military law enforcement type of stuff that we were interested in. Now people are interested in all kinds of things, competition, hunting, and there's you know, the calibers and the, like, I don't know what you call like platforms anymore. Like, you know, it used to be the AR was all we had and it was, what are they going to do to an AR? What are they going to do to a Glock? Well, now it's like SIGs and these nine millimeter things. And there's so many different routes that people are interested in that it's just, everything was, there wasn't a lot of tension and there was a lot of growth and development and it wasn't in reaction. It was a lot of intentional development and a yeah. lot of acceptance so i think that's the part that was great about it was it was just such a a fun year to experience it all and it was it was uh, and there was time to experience it all it, it was it was nice to, to see people it was nice to see a lot of people you know most people were smiling it seemed like they were happy uh a lot of times it shot you know people like and for different reasons but like the vibe was was mostly really, really good. Um, I think, I think there's a cycle it. of media where it went from there was no media shot really for a long time, and then there was media, and then it was like the TV channels, the cable TV channels were the big thing before yep. there was fast internet TV channels. Like you'd, you'd want Michael Bain to come up to your booth or something, and I don't know if you paid for that or what, but you know, there was 
very few opportunities for your stuff at SHOT Show to get out to more than just the human beings in the room. And then the internet changed that. And it, like you guys kind of talked about, you know, there was a time when everyone had unrealistic expectations of the results of social or the results of what the internet could do for people. And now that's calmed and what's the word like it's it's become open source in a lot of ways and it's become decentralized in a lot of ways so now companies know that they can work with lots of individuals instead of having to spend all their money on one giant individual or one giant organization and you know it's really changed the the the, the field and it's a lot less stress and a lot less uh pressure right i think it was a yeah it's a really good way to and it's a good direction it's an indication that the industry is going in a good direction so i thought yeah. that was a great show for that uh i want to throw this out to the room and you guys just you know don't talk everybody but jump in there um any negatives that you can remember of of thinking it shot like this i wish this was done better uh for me i'm, I'm gonna go ahead and start this I, I don't know, and, and I'd love to talk to someone NSSF. I don't know, for, for some reason, the last couple of years, the media room has almost gone neglected as far as, I'm not saying that we deserve certain things, but we're used to having like drinks and water available at any given time, and now it was like for breakfast and maybe for like 15 minutes during the lunchtime area, which I didn't go up there during lunch. Um, I thought that maybe NSF could maybe do something better to, um, I don't know, make the media room more welcoming. I don't know. But uh, as well, far we, as go ahead, we did get the water bottles. We did figure that out. No, those are, pre- those are pretty cool water bottles. I'll give them that. So but, at least uh, that's something, right? Sure. But I mean, they didn't um, tell anybody that was available. I just found that out at random. Right. No, yeah. Could, there's a lot of potential. If we're talking the negatives, there's a lot of potential with the media because they've done different things in the past. They're not rigid. They're only not doing it because no one's brought it up to them. So there's definitely potential for what they could do with and for the media. Yeah. Um, but in general out there, anybody uh, out yeah, there. The app, the app didn't work between rooms. And that seemed to frustrate a lot of people, right? You couldn't navigate from one room to another. Yeah. they For some reason, that wasn't available this year. I mean, the app, as far as keeping the list, was great. But typically... In years past, you were able to almost map a, a route from where you were to the next booth, and they didn't have that this year, or at least it didn't work for me. So it's nice to hear that it wasn't maybe just me, because I was like, I even asked Clover, I was like, why in the hell are we not able to like get the route to this anymore? But I don't know. You can was... do that on the same floor. Like if you were in Venetian yeah. 1, down in the basement, you could map your way from point A to point B all the way across that. But if you had to go up to the to level yeah. two or three or four or over to the Caesars, then no, it wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The app sucked for- in general, and then service was just terrible this year. Like it was worse than it has been. Well, that, that's interesting to hear from the from the industry side as far as service from the NSSF, or what are you talking about? I'm talking like as far as like your phone, like anything like like, oh, like working in there. Yeah. Like, um, like where we were at, you know, on main floor Venetian, like you'd have full 5G, but you could text, you could call, but you couldn't do anything else unless you got on right. you know, somebody's paid Wi-Fi, basically. Yeah, we were getting texts that would show up an hour later. 100%. No, or not at all, you know. Yep. Um, it was too windy at range day. Too. 
it was, was too say, windy at range day. Yeah, the weather at range day was crappy. Yeah, they really got to do a better job on like controlling the weather at range day. Yeah, you know, yeah, build exactly. a dome, build a dome or something. Come on, guys, what are we doing here? You know, I mean, we throw all this <laughs> shit together. We pay for y'all can at least you know put a windbreak up something. <laughs> or or yeah, man, it was it was crazy. That was just did crazy. You, did you see the all the stories about range day though this year? No, I, I I didn't see a lot of it. What's going on? So they said this was the most attended range day in history. There's no oh, way in really? hell that's the truth. That's no way. All right, I they said they had over 3,400 people come through range day. That there is before. no way that's true. And I was like, maybe they got there and they just left because it was so windy. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. They got there and then right about lunchtime, it stopped monsooning rain. They're like, yeah, we're out. Bye. Yeah. So what uh, if they took that hill, right? And there's no reason for that hill, really, because it goes up and then back down again. So you just cut a big cut into, like a tunnel into that hill so you don't have to go up and down anymore. And now yeah. you also have a place that's indoors if it gets windy again. There you go. I tell you what. Lightning and hailing, you got somewhere to go. I will say this. We were eating lunch, and right about the time it started raining and the wind was just just absurd, the the little circus tents they set up to eat with the tables and all that, whoever set those up were awesome because those tents were yep. in no danger of flying away, which is yeah. pretty crazy. No kidding. I think it's good, though, every once in a while they have uh, some weather because for a long time it's been fairly calm. And I don't know. It's just everybody, you know, better off when we... I remember 2019 was it was incredibly windy and cold. It wasn't rainy. It was just incredibly windy and cold. Uh, but last, yeah, last couple we've had nice weather. Um, so aside from the weather at Range Day, uh, just throwing out there to anybody, kind of what are some of the maybe the disappointments or the low parts uh, of what you had at Shot Show this week? I wanted Companies to shoot a 30 that... super carry and I didn't find one or forgot to. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm go. gonna say I'm gonna say companies that email blasted and teased and then didn't bring what they email blasted or teased about. Like what's up with that? What do you mean? So I knew that one of the products I was interested in seeing was that zinc bullpup revolver. Now we had heard that there was not there was gonna be a prototype there. Um, that prototype that was a stretch. Was to say the least, that was a stretch. Um, I probably I think, could I have done G-Webs, better just cutting some wax out because it was bad. It was bad, think, really bad. I think G Webs is currently printing those same prototypes, and they're for sale. I think on gun websites. I guarantee it. They should. They should have made the file available. That would be interesting. Like, holy moly, those were hokey. That was that, those. They had one, and it was like hokey at best. But yeah. And, and they didn't have anyone from the company there. It was like a couple of people that were hired to be there that had no idea. Like you couldn't ask them any questions. They had like their little their little spiel to read off. But if you deviated from that and asked them a question, like I have no idea. Like I'm well, just, stop got to talk to know. some guy. He said, "Oh, they weren't there when I was there for sure." Right. Yeah, there was there was an old guy and a young guy. Were they speaking English though? Uh, somewhat. I would say you're asking. You're, you're asking that. snob. He doesn't speak English. Let's just be honest. There was nobody. There were, you couldn't shoot that nine millimeter lever gun that everybody was interested in. Yep. Clover shot the Henry. It was. He said that was a pretty good highlight. Yeah, that that never was yeah, even changed. Nice. That was that was a total surprise. Yeah, that, that one broke thing. Pink's hand. He broke his hand. <laughs> he did break his hand. 
But that was shooting at 22, though. No, he yeah. said he was shooting at 410. Oh, the, Rock Island, the Rock Island 5.0 failed on me. That was one of the oh, guns did it I was really? most excited to shoot. And I'm like, oh, I had five rounds, and I got two. Then had to rechamber around, so I only got to shoot four rounds out of like, oh, man, come on. How quickly did you get to shoot that one in the during the day? Uh, it was late in the day. so that's That might have been yeah. why, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I gave him the benefit of the doubt, but it was me, Nick from Millsurp Duo, his dad, and Chris. We all shot it, and we all had a failure to feed on it. Wow. What was that? What caliber is it? <laughs> Nine millimeter. Oh, okay. So what's yeah, the I don't understand why they call it the five zero when it's nine millimeter. You know, it's just you figure what what what's just what's a big double that. stack nine millimeter nineteen eleven. Then it's I don't even know how to explain Pretty it. Much. It's kind of like a cross between a CZ and yeah, uh, it's CZ ish looking for sure. Yeah, oh, it's, it's not a fixed barrel. Just, Okay, I didn't know. I thought it was 1911. It's not an 1911. Yeah, it's got a fixed square barrel. Yeah, that was. Oh, kind of it's odd. that one. Okay, it's that one. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, she fires. Bring you Mustang. in. It, oh, what's that? It's the Mustang of the gun world. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the square box. Yeah. Uh, that's what it is. Uh, she fires. Bring you in. Anything mm -hmm. that sticks out in your mind that was disappointing about shot. The whole experience of shot. Um, I got a little bit um lost. Um, the map, the app did help. the The map kind of helped, but especially down in the basement when the numbers, like you, you're looking at the floor and then you're looking up at the the ceiling. Sometimes it just kind of threw me off where I was going. So I missed an appointment one day because I couldn't find it. Um, and then the app. Um, only identified one booth for one of the vendors and there were three so yeah, i kind of had to move yeah. about yeah that was a little bit tricky so um and i think that just happens yeah the numbering system they have sometimes a numbering okay. system can go in both directions so you're like wait, yeah. wait what what could you know yeah um getting lost is kind of a rite <laughs> of passage it shot is getting lost um it happens i've been going for quite a for a little bit now and clover and i came out i think we came from downstairs upstairs and even we got turned around like wait a second where are we like we yeah, had to we find our bearings go, for a second you know yeah we were gonna go from downstairs <laughs> to caesar's yeah and we, we decided instead of trying to go up the escalator and do all that when that we're, we're gonna hit meteor row or whatever and go around and mm. Yeah, we went meteor row curves, and that totally screwed us up. Yeah. Matter of fact, we even looked around and we looked like a bunch of news. We didn't even know where the hell we're going. You know? <laughs> right. You look like me. Right. It, did, it took a minute. We figured it out, but it took a minute. Now, getting lost in SHOT Show bridge. is a real thing. What's that I now? Own, I only found the bridge because one of the information guys there at Media Row looked at me, and he's like, Dude, you are so lost. You're, like, <laughs> you're looking I'll, for the bridge, aren't you? And I'm like, uh, yeah, how could you tell? By the lost look on my face, he said, exactly. Go straight that way, and you'll, you can't miss it. How bad yeah. does it have to be when the information guy can tell that you're lost just by the look on your face? Oh, Didn't they say they were going to put a bad. yellow line down the road to find the the their garden? They should. They, they, they oh, should. That would be idea. wonderful. But I don't yeah. know why they... 
they don't, they don't do a good job of navigating. Back in the day, all the knife stuff used to be out front, like between Radio Row and like basically where Glock and like those big booths are. Like they used to have all the knives there. Now they've scattered them all over. Yeah, they. Uh... It, even, if, even if they don't put like, the yellow brick cool. road, they, at least they maybe put a sign up on the rafters every now and then. Hey, you know, Caesars this way or whatever, you know, uh, beer well, guard did, this way. They were the signage was so similar that you know, unless you were. Really oh, I didn't. I didn't even. That wasn't really looking, but I never saw a sign that stuck out that kind of said Caesars this way. Maybe I wasn't looking, but. Uh, well, it know. didn't necessarily say Caesars. It would just say all three or whatever. Right. Uh, sure. Um, I'll snob bring you in. What was, what's that? I, I know what was disappointing to me that the Venetian did not install people movers like at the airport this year, just to help get yeah. you around when you're trying to go somewhere. It was ridiculous having to walk like a peasant. Yeah, you know, they could I was, have those things going down the hallway. I don't know why they wouldn't have put those in right away. Like they could totally mm-hmm. put those in. I I was a little disappointed they didn't have a bunch of scooters waiting for everybody. It'd been nice to have. They did. You could buy them from town. <laughs> oh, I know. Trust me. I got I got my toes run over a couple times by scooters <laughs> that really did not care about anybody else in their way. I was like, come on, man. My Friday uh, about noon, I was ready to go rent one. My feet were done. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's an interesting thing because this was the first. Um, let's talk, talk about like uh, walking. My app and all that said that I averaged 11.4 miles per day, which is about average, you know, anywhere from 10 to 12 miles a day is what I've always averaged in years past. But for some reason this year, I don't know, maybe they didn't have padding down. My feet hurt more this year than they ever have before. Everybody else have that issue or is it just me? My, my feet body hurt. Mine were, mine were better, actually. After yeah, you, after you got new day. shoes. Yeah, yeah you with, had with new shoes, they were better. It's crazy, but it, it yeah, was. with your Dorsey Ruby slippers, you That's know. That's true. That's true. I actually took yeah. three pairs of shoes this year and rotated them between them each day, and that was the best thing ever. Well, I I, I rotated shoes every day. I, I had two pairs of shoes that I, I I went day one, day two, day three. They're same pair of shoes, but I did rotate them, and it wasn't like that I had blisters or anything. It was just just I was more sore. Maybe because I'm getting old and fat and all that, but. Um, I hurt more this year than I have in years past, you know. My wife says I should have taken my hocus, and I probably should have t- should have taken my hocus. I probably will next year, but uh, yeah. Um, Clover, I mean, for oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I was wearing like some of the most comfortable shoes you can possibly wear, and I don't know what it is about this year. Like my feet hurt worse than any of these other shows I've done in a long time. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I really don't. Um, it's, it's like in weird spots too. It's not like what you would normally think. It's not like there's like I said, there's no bruises, there's no blisters, none of that. It's just it's like it just hurts. Yeah, I don't know if they didn't put padding down that they normally put down. I mean, I don't know. It was just very very strange. But uh, yeah, my feet hurt a lot more. Uh, Clove, was there any down points, downsides to shop this year that you can that kind of stick out in your head? The show itself. Yeah, not products, but like the show itself. Was there anything that you sticks on your mind as I wish I would have done this better or any disappointments at all? No, I mean I don't think of anything that, that sticks out you know, majorly anyway, that sticks right. out. Um I can't think of a no, I can't think of anything. I mean, quite honestly. It uh 
the layout, I mean, if you were used to going, the layout was similar. Um, we got used to no water last year, basically. Uh, so, you know, even that, I mean, that would be a, a, a bad thing. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I can't. I can't come up with anything. Not anything worthy of saying. Oh, this was this was horrible. Right. Um, let's go back to to Mike. I want to kind of bring you in. Let's talk products now. Um, obviously, there are products that you were looking forward to seeing, uh, but were there products that you saw that you didn't know existed that kind of stuck out in in a good way? Like, what was uh, what was one of the highlights of the products that you saw for the first time this last week? Two things, one gun related, one not, one that was is really cool, and one that's just tickled my funny bone. First is, is Olympus Arms has a recoil operated AR-10, and I shot that at range day, and it's freaking awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, I shot that as well. You know, no gas whatsoever, just totally recoil operated. I thought that was great. Um. And then there's the Insta Privy <laughs> portable oh, toilet thing. It uh, just tickled my funny bone, and I, I, I had to have one. So, dude, uh, dude, sent me home with one to do do some videos on. I'm, I'm gonna. If I'm gonna you're not sure what it is, be on the standby the next few weeks from from his channel. Uh, yeah. I, the only the only thing that I wish you would have done is pulled it out in, and that sounds really bad. Uh, utilize that thing in a condo. I think that would have been really hilarious. I should say. have. Uh, Did you use I, it on the plane ride home? No, but I, I, if it had, would have been great. If it hadn't been in my checked baggage, I might have because there was a couple times I, I really had to go on that ride. But yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah I hear you. Uh, she fires product wise. What was kind of the highlights? Of some of the stuff that you saw. Um. Well, thanks to uh, Chase, I shot my first ten millimeter. So that's okay. So how was it? Mm -hmm. How was yeah, it, baby? <laughs> the master welcome caliber. To, welcome to the welcome to the dark side. <laughs> it was. I mean, for especially for me, it was it was good. Um, and you know, Chase complimented me too. I, I shot it pretty well. Um, it wasn't bad at all. So. So do you see yourself getting into the ten millimeter game down the road here pretty soon? I mean, anything's possible, but, you know, I, I would own one at least. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did, um, so yeah. like when you, when you were, when you anticipated yeah. shooting the 10 millimeter versus the reality of shooting the 10 millimeter, how was the difference there? Um, you know, I try not to be, make a big deal about it. Cause I know that that was something, um, and it was so cold. I was just like, just give me the thing it and let me shoot it. So I didn't have that anxiety because I was like, I want to shoot it because it's here and I want it in my hand. Um, and then, you know, move on to the next uh, firearm. So to, to be that's honest, the kind of way I approached and, it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to be honest and to be, to be fair, um, yes. shooting the Witness 2311 as your first 10 millimeter um, mm -hmm. is going to kind of spoil you because <laughs> not all of 10 millimeters shoot like that. So yes. hmm. uh, that's, that's a pretty amazing. Well, it was a good time. It was a good time. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. I 100% shamelessly use her as an example for all these guys that were coming up going, I don't know if I want to shoot this. I'm like, she shot well, Clover, Clover had to wear wrist brakes. I'm just up. saying. Clover had to wear wrist brace. So yeah. Kelly did not. 
barely five feet tall, and I did it. That was a pink one. It was pretty. If you're Kelly, no offense. If you're five feet tall, then I'm six feet tall. I'm not. I know <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my wife's oh, age yeah. five one. We know they're lying. <laughs> it's you know whatever my driver's license says is what it is. So from from the female shooters slash even female kind of new to firearms, mm-hmm. um, were there any products that you didn't know existed that like holy cow, like where has this been? Like I'm glad I saw this. Um, you know, I've tried to look in some magazines and uh, on YouTube of some things that were coming around and watching what you guys are posting on online. Um, when I shot the Taurus, the TX-22, had the the Raging mm-hmm. Hunter down the way, I did not shoot it because it was like a long line for people to shoot it. But, you know, I, I, I would try that in the future. Um, oh, you're talking about the long one that had the compensator and blah, blah, blah? The Raging Hunter, yeah, the Taurus yeah. Raging Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, oh, 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 it looked intimidating. It's so awesome. I wanted to try it is it. awesome. And with that, <laughs> with the with the brake or the compensator on the end, it was not mm-hmm. bad at all. But yeah. oh man, this 460 Smith and Wesson is awesome anyway. But yeah, I thought it shot really like cool. a mild 357 with that brake on there. I it know, was, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love the compensator anyway. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That and I, you know, I stopped by the Canic uh, booth sure, yeah. and saw the new one. So hope to shoot that in the future. And that's that's all that kind of stands out. I tried to stay in my lane. I didn't want to completely overwhelm myself. I'm I am focused on like nine mil nine millimeter type firearms just because of my audience. But um, yeah, I saw well, some that, cool that, stuff. And that and it's God's caliber, so that's what it is. Uh, I know right. G was getting ready to throw up a little bit. But it's okay. It's okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get rashes when people talk about like lever actions and shotguns. G Wedge gets a rash when people start talking about nine millimeter. But you know, I think he's over it now. I think he just lives with calamine emotion, so it's all good. Uh, bringing Chris, Chris, for you was there uh, was there something that kind of stood out and said, "Wow, I'm glad I got to see that because I didn't know it existed," or something that really impressed you this week? There was five. I'll rip through them real quick. My favorite guy. Oh there. snap! Here we go. Uh, the MP5s that uh, the clones, whatever you want to call them, at Zenith is making. Zenith? That was my number absolutely. One. It was awesome. Uh, number two would be the Witness 10 millimeter Hunter with the six inch barrel. Uh, number three would be the Rock Island 5.0. Even though it failed, that thing shoots so flat. I got to get one. Uh, well, how would you know? You only got two of them that actually cycled for you. Yeah, I can just tell. Like, <laughs> I know, I'm just joking. Uh, number four would be the Raging Hunter 460. I definitely want that one. And my fifth favorite thing was Rise Armament's got a new AR trigger coming out that was absolutely amazing. So. Oh, nice, uh, nice. Yeah. So that's my now five. from your com- from your competitive shooting side of things. Was there anything there? Where maybe like gear setup or holsters or belts or anything that you saw that you think could help you in your competitive shooting side of life? Yeah, I've been wanting to build a new PCC this winter, but after going over to Live Free Armory, uh, they got that new 9mm PCC yeah, coming out. Yeah, it's pretty out. sweet. Um, depending on how ambi I can make it, that's definitely something I got my eye on too. Are you a wrong-handed shooter? Yes, I am. Oh. Have you ever tried just being correct-handed? Yeah, I have to a lot in competition, but that doesn't mean I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. 
I hear you. Um, snob, product-wise, anything that kind of stood out in your mind that kind of separated itself from other things? Um, I'm going to still Clover Thunder. The okay. Henry Helmstetter, I was very surprised by that and enjoyed it very much. What? The Henry. Henry Helmstetter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, right. And then the Spando Arms, which is imported by SDS, their over and unders were very nice. That color case hardened. Oh, it was nice. It shot really well too. And nah, then, there's no, uh, there's no, there's no fud talk a lot on the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was really trying to hurt Clover Thunder. Yeah, you're, you're actually you're stealing everything he had planned for sure. I know, I know. <laughs> and then you know, my buddies from Live Free brought out the Apollo 11, and see, I knew they were going to build that, but we didn't know till Saturday that they actually got it done. Right before the show, so we were all pretty surprised. When we walked in and they had them tore all apart on their kitchen table. Yeah, yeah. Um, gee, anything when you were walking around that was kind of memorable that kind of sticks out in your mind throughout the week? Yeah, I actually videoed quite a bit of stuff, so I'm trying to think here. I finally met up with the Blue Line Bears people, so I'm oh, yeah. Awesome people. Rundown on how the bears are made. So I, w- I wish the, the the daughter Megan, was there. She wasn't yeah. able to make it this year. She's awesome. But yeah, Megan. those people are <laughs> phenomenal people. Yep. Yep. Um, and then, well, personally for me, the one thing I wanted to see was, oh man, are they standard in the back, 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 back corner where you could get the ramp to go up to the beer garden? They had that. It's like a twenty-two NAA looking revolver that had a flip-up grip. Yeah, was, standard manufacturing. Said standard. I couldn't get the guy to talk to me about it for whatever reason. But um, there was some drones that were pretty awesome, and um, trying to think some more. There, there was actually quite a few things that I discovered this year that uh, weren't necessarily new, but were new to me that I thought were pretty neat. That's awesome. Uh, Clove, now that Snob's taken pretty much every one of your answers, is there anything else that kind of stands out? I'm okay okay with that because here's the thing. There was something that I got to see and you did as well that nobody else even got to see that will be made. You can't talk about that. Can't talk about that. I can't talk (laughs) about it, but I can say it's freaking amazing. It's awesome. It is amazing. And uh, here around NRA show, hopefully the public will get to see it. So since Snob stole my answer, I will say that. Um, yeah, um, and then as far as the and, non- and, and on, on top of that, it's going to piss off a particular firearm company oh, even more, which is great. God. Yeah, it's so awesome. Just and, remember, some companies don't even bring what they say they are, and others have all kinds of tricks up their sleeves. This is true. I said this that is earlier. True. About, that, was a, that was a downer for me, was the companies that didn't bring stuff. And that's right. There are some companies there that bring stuff that they don't even show, but just a few select people because they can't be released to the public yet. Um, but, you know, that on the firearm side, be waiting for that because everybody would see what that is later on. Um, but on the non-firearm side, I'm still impressed by that, that USB battery charger, phone charger brick. The magazine-looking thing? Oh. That looks like a PMAG. That is freaking awesome. It literally looks like a PMAG. And, and I can't wait, because I'm going to get one. I can't wait to travel through an airport yeah. and go through TSA and then freak out when they see this PMAG that's actually a battery charger. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. You found that, and I was looking down at it at first. I was like, what's it doing? I was like, oh, my God, that is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it was really cool. 
I didn't get to see it in person, but I saw the, like everybody talking about it and the reviews and the post on it. I'm like, where has this been? I need one of these. Talk like, about the, the basement, man. You know, ridiculous on it. Oh, it was crazy, and you, oh, it was—it's just really, really cool. It was really, really cool. Ghost, you do—you do not want to try that because I accidentally did that with a USB stick from Canic that was shaped like a gun. Uh-oh. I got stopped and frisked and everything. Yeah, it was fun. Great time at the Phoenix Airport. Yeah. <laughs> so we have—we all have that to look forward to, I guess, huh? Yeah, at NRA, if you want to know how much fun that can be. Ask Keith how much fun it was going through TSA with a choke tube. Oh, wow. and, and try to explain to someone at TSA what that is. Must have been hilarious to see. Well, like one of them realized it was a gun part and that started the whole fiasco. But they didn't understand what it was, obviously. No, of course not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, um, oh, I, got, I got one. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, G. I know I was thinking of something that was that blew my mind, and it was that uh, hollow sun thermal and uh, IR. Yeah, man. So Chase Chase got to uh, be right next to hollow sun in their booth, and I'll tell you what. I'll say this about one: I was really disappointed in with hollow sun. Um, Two: Yeah, the idea of a uh, a a night vision or a thermal sub two thousand dollar optic is pretty awesome. Now, the disappointing thing about that is they kept running an ad with Two Lamb, and Two Lamb, I've been able to talk with them a few different times, and Two's kind of a legend in the military side of things, and with Ronin Tactics is big into the teaching and all that. They kept running his commercial with Two the whole time, and I never once saw Two in their booth, which is kind of, I know he was there, but I I never never saw him him there, so it's kind of disappointing. But you know what yeah. you got to do? You have to put a hollow sun on top of a katana, and then he just appears. That's what it you is. You know that that was you know we had you and I had the discussion. He's like, I, I don't understand why the whole. It was for a visual effect and being Hollywood. Um, but yeah, they did have him kind of pulling his katana out of its sheath and and then putting it back in. It would have been really cool if they had like a night vision on the on the katana. It would have been really cool just to have. But yeah, that's pretty cool for me. Uh, a couple things that stood out that were. Uh, surprising and one is kind of innovative. I think it's going to be really, really cool, especially maybe Chris might need to uh, check this out um, for um, com- competition shooting because I'm assuming it'll be fine this year. But as soon as they start seeing them, you know, as well as I do, Chris, USPSA and IDPA, they're going to, they're going to make a rule against it because um, it is what it is. But I'll tell you about that in a second. The first one, our friends over Anderson uh, and yes, the poverty pony came out with be actually out in about April or so a bolt action rifle. Now they've been making the bolt actions for a lot of different companies over the years, but they decided to make their own rifle and it's going to be amazing. Um, it's, it's a pretty cool. It's going to be uh, a really awesome. They, they did it for PRS. So it was, it was kind of based on um, a PRS setup where it's going to be more little lightweight and all of that stuff. But it's going to be a really cool bolt action rifle. Uh, friends over at Bergara, um, PRS changed the production level price from 2000 to 2500 Bergara, which I shoot in matches, they came out with a new production line um, collab with Masterpiece Arms with their chassis, which Masterpiece make great chassis, but uh, it comes in just under 20, like 2490 Go figure. I wonder how that happens. Uh, it was a sexy looking rifle. And then a friend of ours, we met um, 
it's 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 a really really cool thing so he's part of the company is is under the hyperion uh umbrella he's a seal team guy he made this trigger for ars uh it's not a trigger it's a trigger guard but it's got an internal screw that you know you pull the trigger and you let it go to reset or whatever when it gets to reset you can kind of tighten the screw down and from that point on, that's as far as the trigger ever goes. So you're basically shooting from reset every single time you pull a trigger. Once again, I think it's amazing. It feels great. I think it's going to be awesome for competition shooters until they decided to uh, make a rule against that. I'm sure they will. But uh, you basically pull a trigger, you go to reset, and then you tighten the screw down. And literally every trigger pull is from reset. It's pretty amazing stuff. So... Those are my three that I really enjoyed that were kind of out of the box and things that I weren't expecting to see um, for that. Um, let's kind of go through the room real quick. Um, did anybody besides myself kind of track how much you walked this week? My no. watch was saying nine to 10 miles a day. Yep. I would say 10 miles is probably the average for most, I would say. But yeah, it's, it's about right. Does it feel like you walk that many miles a day? <laughs> oh yeah i mean i'm <laughs> big and fat <laughs> yeah. yeah i heard every night anybody else gonna track it 47.64 miles for the week there you go yeah mm. that sounds like, like a average yeah that's what i've been hearing from other people too unfortunately i didn't have a way to track mine but it, it felt like it <laughs> Oh, definitely. Yeah, that 40 to 50 miles, you know, is probably, you know, about right. Um, that 10 miles a day, roughly, you know, mm -hmm. uh, 10 to 12 miles a day is about right. If, if you're actually doing stuff, there are people that um, are there to take selfies with people and, and to be seen and hang out in the media room all day. And that's cool. Uh, that's their choice. They can do shot however they want. But, yeah, if, if you're actually there working, that's that, that 10 to 12 miles a day is probably pretty average. Um, I know Mike came home with the crud. Anybody else come home with the crud or know people that came home with the crud? I heard Gizzard did. I heard Gizzard's got COVID actually. He looked okay. rough in, in the picture. He, he did look where rough. He landed. He looked rough. Yeah. He but did. We, we probably all did after shot, but <laughs> yeah, I came back with something towards the end of the trip, but just a cold. Yeah. yeah. That's what are you talking about? I, I hear Rogue's pretty shot. much been in bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard Rogue's been in bed for a few days, um, which is yeah. ironic because like Clover and I didn't really get sick. We got the congestion, but I wonder if that's because you guys rode together every day. Maybe you just guys got each other sick. I don't know. That could be. Yeah, mine is pretty much, with the exception of the of the year that you know COVID hit twenty twenty. Yeah. I literally died on the way home that time, and I'm, I swear to this day that was. Right as COVID was starting to seep in to the and shot show, we know all the foreigners and and everybody from all four corners of the globe and everything is there. So yeah, that um, was literally like six weeks away from yeah. the actual pandemic. Yeah. Like so nobody, nobody tells Clover there's not corners on the globe. Aside from that, okay, 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 he's a he's a flat He's a flat Come on, but, uh, the map is flat. But other than that, every trip and, and we drive, so it's this way. I mean, as you head west. The altitude changes, the, mm -hmm. the type of 
stuff in the air, pollens and dust and things. Or just going from humid to dry. Right. The amount of moisture in the air, like all of that stuff changes dramatically as you get further west and then as you come back home. So, you know, by the time that we got to Vegas, and of course we got in early Saturday morning and immediately grabbed some like Dayquil and some other stuff. And, um, you know, by the time the show started, I pretty much had had that knocked out. Uh, but it was the same way. I was fine when we left shot and it was what, three days coming home or whatever. Yep. Um, and I just progressively got worse and worse and worse as far as like a cold and congestion and head cold and that sort of stuff, you know, coming back home. And so, but in the next two or three days, my body will regulate or whatever you want to call it. Right. And, and I'll be oh, fine. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's miserable when you can't breathe. I will say that, but it's not anything that's going to kill me. You know, I, I heard a number problem. Uh, go ahead. I was going to the three of our problem, though, is we were all all day at rain day together, and we all got wet, and we all got this all is, wind. And, yeah. I mean, like, we didn't get sick, but, like, you know, we all had that little bit of that sinus crud a little yep. bit. absolutely. But, like, me, I don't know about y'all, but, like, I was so hoarse at the end of that show. Like, I've never, like, been hoarse like that. Me I too. wasn't hoarse. I know yeah. Clover was. I, I, I actually didn't lose my voice, thank goodness. Um, so I got lucky on that. Well, I contend that the hoarseness for me was the party uh, Wednesday night because, I mean, I was out on the patio. It was kind of cold. There was a little bit of wind, and you had to yell to talk to anybody. And, of course, we were all a little tipsy, so we were yelling anyway. But um, I think that had a little something to do with it. It might have. I was outside Monday night at the Leather Night game, Wednesday night at the Marine Party. And yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's a desert. It gets cold at night. So um, that probably didn't help anything at all. Uh, Speaking of party. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, Matt was talking all day and then the dinners at night, you know, you got trying to, you got a bunch of people together and the restaurants are loud. So everybody's having to talk loud. It just, it wrecks your voice. And you've got to almost play host to a certain extent. So you kind of have to drive. You and Keith were kind of driving the conversations in those dinners too. So that probably didn't help. So that's the thing is like for three nights in a row, like I got invited to eight different parties. I didn't go to any of them this year. That yeah. tells you how just warm. Well, out. hell, you didn't get done eating until at least like eleven thirty every night. I know. I just as much as I wanted to go do stuff this year, I just absolutely couldn't because we had so much going on. Yeah, you were you were you were sitting in Texas. We were hoping to meet up with you a couple of different nights. Like, dude, I just got my dinner and it's like ten thirty. Like, you just now getting your food. So that, that's the, the thing. Night was so rough. I was yeah happy camper that night. Speaking of dinners and parties and all of that, um, for anyone that kind of went to different ones, was there a party or a dinner that stood out as as fun? Maybe it was your first time going there or whatever that you uh, you, you wish maybe uh, you'll go back to later on? Guns.com was pretty off the hook. Guns.com was pretty good. Yeah, it, it really was, was. The company there was good, though, too, I must say. I mean, they took care of everybody, open bar. Uh, orders yeah, all they over did. the place. Not they that had, I remember uh, much of it, but yeah. They had a, a caricature drawn guy there. They had uh, a scavenger uh, hunt. Scavenger hunt. They had a t shirt artist where you could make your own t shirt. Oh, I thought you were going to say a wet t shirt contest. So no, I, no, I no. Know, they, they did have dancing girls. They did have dancing girls. <laughs> he was the only sport. participant in the wet t shirt contest. Uh, this is true. Uh, but yeah, the company was really good. I mean, Charlie was yeah, there. Was. Obviously, Matt would meet the pressers, Mark. Mark was there. Um, you know, yeah. Quite a few people there we knew and, and hung out and had great conversation and just had a great time. Um, and that was a, it was in a great venue. I mean, I think, and uh, they went, they went all out. And I mean, it was a, it was a, I, probably the nicest, what you could call a party anyway. Uh, sure. We've been to some good stuff that I would call like a, 
you know, a lounge type thing, right? Like you didn't really yep. have loud music and anything like that. It yeah, was, Brownells was, was pretty that. cool last year. Yeah. whenever that was, because it was you could have conversations. This was more yeah. like, a, a, let's a just party. have some fun. Yeah. We're gonna have yeah. a DJ. Let's just have fun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So. Yeah. Um, uh, for the, the for Chris and she fires and, and budget, uh, did y'all partake in any of the nightly festivities this year, or were you just trying to get back to the hotel and kind of recover? I didn't take part in any of it. Um, I did go to that lunch and uh, we went and drank for a while with Tandem Cross. That was a good time. Yeah, day drinking is no. always fun. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> You're in Vegas, I know, right? No, right. I didn't. I was planning to go to the guns.com, but then got the cooties, so I couldn't. Uh, um, yeah. I did go to Hell's Kitchen for dinner. Um, um, it was okay. You know, for as much money as you spend, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm just a regular kind of gal. I don't need anything fancy. I like my plates to be full, not like in the center, you know? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> but it was an experience. Yeah, Chase, Chase and I had plans on going to Hell's Kitchen Monday night, but SHOT Show took over, so uh, in a lot of different ways. <laughs> uh, budget, I know that you Weird. went to Guns.com for a little bit, but uh, you know, what did you think of the after SHOT stuff? It was cool. It was cool. The uh, Guns.com thing was off the hook for sure. Uh, I liked what bit that we were able to get to of the FPC thing. Yep. Uh, by the way, by the way, G. Don't know if I specifically said it, but thanks for the introductions you made. Because uh, thanks to G. Webs, I I talked to some people I normally wouldn't have spoken with, and it was good productive conversations both times. Yep. So thank you, sir, for that for sure. That's what that's what shots about right there is the, the parties. Networking. Yeah, the parties and stuff for sure. That's that's yeah, that's what it's out about. Yep. Uh, G. Actually. Uh, came over Monday night to the Leatherneck Club. It was kind of a pre-shot Marine thing. It really wasn't Marine because there was a bunch of different people there, but it was at the Leatherneck Club and got to see him and Toby for a little bit and and all that. Uh, gee, besides that, did you did you go to any of the other shindigs? I know you've been going for a lot of years. You've probably are, you know been there, done that, but was there anything that you went to this year that was you thought was pretty cool? Yeah, I went to a bunch of them, and they were uh... – well, I went to ones I guess that would you could say were effective. I'm my favorite yeah. one was that FBC one because uh, yeah, you know, I'm all about trying to bring Second Amendment focus to the thing, right? And the show isn't really for it, so it's not really a place at the show. So I thought FBC really did a great job this year of uh, at least having the opportunity to talk Second Amendment and for the people that were there with that, you know, focus on the channels, a place for them to get together at the beginning of the week uh otherwise you know i just remember the old stuff so it's again it's interesting to see how stuff is evolving and i'm not complaining i mean there's lots and lots of people there so there's lots and lots of things happening and it seems like a lot of it's happening in productive ways you know it's not like for a few years there i'm going to say 14 to 16 area it seemed like a lot of the parties were like trying to outdo themselves with exclusivity and like, well, if you're going to our party, you can't go to this party. We're going to make them on the same day. And right. there's a lot yep. of, you know, like, oh, my party's better. I went to the cool party. and I mean, I guess that's cool, but or it's a thing to do. But I really like the idea of, you know, people having good times at their 
get-togethers yep. or reinforce some relationships. And being able to go to multiple things if you if you choose to do that is because you're having two different crowds at different parties, you know. For sure. Yeah. Uh, did anybody? Do have, oh, go ahead. I just no, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, did anybody go to any of the NSSF after show? Um, whether the parties, the concert, anybody? Do you know anyone that went to them? I, I haven't really heard much about how no, they were. It cost too much. And nobody wanted to pay $75. So Shot I wanted everybody. to go. What was that, Snub? I thought I heard Snub say something. No, what oh. the hell Okay, uh, I, I haven't even heard. Not, I haven't heard of anyone that actually even went. I didn't go to any of them, but I haven't even heard people talking about them. I was outside um, having a conversation with someone, maybe Wednesday, and the band was out there. Uh, one of the bands was out doing sound checks and all that, and they had a nice stage and a nice area and all that, but. Um, I still have yet to talk to anyone that went to the concert or went to any of the NSSF stuff. So I was kind of hoping to maybe someone had heard about it because I haven't heard anything about it, which is not a good thing. If you haven't heard anything about it, it probably was not a good idea. Or at least, like you said, charging 75 bucks um, may have been a problem as well. But um, I haven't heard yeah. anything either, but we got some NSSF people here at this show. Oh, really? Okay. I'll ask them you know, how that went over, what they thought. Yeah, it'd be interesting to hear, you know, if they thought it was a success. They'll probably say it was a success, but um, but I haven't heard anyone talking about anything. So I, I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You'd think if it was a good, people would talk about, oh, man, you got to do it next year. It's so worth it. I didn't hear anything. So I was just kind of curious about that. Um, obviously, yeah, the guns.com was great that I went to. I don't remember much of it because I was already pretty lit when I got there. Uh, I did not make it to the FPC because I decided to stay uh, at, at the Leatherneck Monday night and see some friends of mine, some old friends of mine, and and uh, hadn't seen in a while and all that. Um, yeah, it was it was it was a fun week. It was a great week. Um, let's kind of go through the room now. Uh, I want to start with she fires on this one. Now that you've been to one and you had your plan kind of for this year have you already kind of start thinking about your plan for next year and how you might change it at all um i i mean i i felt pretty good about my strategy you know what we talked about before emailing yeah. those that i wanted to target in mm -hmm. advance and whether they responded or not which i'd say like 30 percent did and i said appointments thanks chase um, <laughs> um, but for the other ones, I just kind of popped up. It's like, you know, Hey, I sent you a message. I would love to talk with you. And if they had a moment to talk with me then, then we did. So right. I, I think I'll use that same strategy. Now, um, just a little, little shout out to understand shots, mm -hmm. not over. Actually the hard part of shot starts now. And this Oof. is the follow up side of it. Yes. Uh, for the next two to four weeks <laughs> is is really when you either reap the benefits of shot or, you know, you'll probably know a lot more in another another month um, or so. If I if I was asked that same question a month from now, it, you might have a different answer because this is really where the meat of shot really starts happening is when you get home, yeah. you start kind of calculating everything and, and then start reaching back out because it's this is where it begins. But, yeah, I, I know you had a great week. Like I said, man, you were kicking ass the whole time. Um, Chris, bring you in. 
your strategy or plan going into now that you've been to one, is there going to be some adjustments next year that you can already think of? Um, I don't really think I'm going to make too many adjustments. Um, I, I mean, I did the, I did the reaching out thing, but honestly, I ended up getting more interviews, just kind of doing it on the fly. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to change anything to be honest with you. Good, good. That means you probably did it. You did it right. Or at least you know, right for you. Um, and all that, uh, Mike, what about you? Anything that you plan on adjusting for next year? If anything so far, nope. Going to spend the first Good. day getting the lay of the land and more importantly, make reestablishing contact with people I've talked with before. Yep. And then the second day doing follow-up, doing videos and stuff with people. And then the third day is going to be wandering around and just peck, picking stuff up on the fly. That's, that's how I, I think I'm going to approach it. Absolutely. Unless something happens uh, that, that would cause me to change my plans. Um. Yeah, um, we all kind of got a wrench thrown in a little bit this year. Um, let's guess that with EAA, and uh, but it was nice to be part of that and help them out. Like I said, I've got a newfound respect for the industry side of what they go through at Shock because it's just it's it's I can't I, I don't know if I could do it honestly. Um, I don't know if I could do it, but um, yeah, it was awesome. Um, Snob Clover uh, G, no, not your first rodeo. What did you, I'm not going to go say, would you change? I'm going to say, was there something that you did differently this year that you're glad you made the change to do? Well, I would talk about when we talk about change, I would say there's probably going to be a change. Yep. Um, and that's because that it's going to be dependent upon what happens in the next few days, weeks, months, and, and leading up to shot next year. Right. There may need mm -hmm. to be a change in strategy, depending on what direction I think the channel needs to go and that sort of thing. Right. Um, yep. So um, you need to be open to that. Right. Um, 100%. As far as um, as far as what I did differently, um, show me the money. <laughs> I mean, I, I yep. went in unapologetic. Uh, yep. said, hey, I've got a podcast. Need some funding. Got some uh, ad spots and sponsorship things available. What do you think? Yep. I, I pitched all companies that I've done work for and done business with. Um, and, you know, I wasn't timid about it. And yep. it, it's for the most part, it, it absolutely worked out. Um, yeah, it I, was, I it was that, kind of strange because we, we were both in that same spot where we kind of evolved a little bit into doing that and understanding that you have to be able to d differentiate between friendship and business. Right. And luckily, you know, the people that we're friends with in the industry are able to do that. And yeah, is it a little nerve wracking? You don't want to upset one of your friends or companies you've worked with for a while. Sure it is. But there's a reason why you're friends with that company and you continue to do work with it. They, they like you, you yeah. like them and, and, and people don't understand it. Sometimes you have to just ask and, and it's hard sometimes, but yeah. We also know that they have marketing dollars that they set aside for stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. It's and, there, you know. And why would they not? And I mean, I mean, Chase might can speak to this, you know, better than anybody, but you know, why would they not if they've got marketing dollars sitting there? Why would they not want to spend that with And they have an established relationships proven. with yeah. someone. Exactly. You know, yeah. If you stop for a minute and you think about it, it's like this just makes sense, you know. It just makes sense. Yeah. 
it was it was nerve wracking. So I'll kind of go on the same line is nerve wracking. But by Wednesday afternoon, like all the podcasts that I'm involved with, obviously this one and then the Jarhead and then the new Ghost and Clover are pretty much were pretty much funded by Wednesday afternoon. And that was like, OK, that was a huge yeah. relief because then you could really focus on shot. But it was that, that was the, the difference for me this year was that side as well. But I was, it's, it was nice. It was nice to know that people are receptive to that and are willing to support that because they know you and they know, you know, how you do business and all that. So yeah, the business side of shot um, was definitely a new kind of a thing uh, on that side of it. And it was pretty rewarding. I was really happy with it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Go ahead and finish your thought. No, you're fine. Uh, I think you guys have hit on the one thing that if, if anything that I'm going to change next year is kind of approaching things that way yeah yeah Yeah. i'm going to lay the groundwork for that this year and then next year maybe approach it that way yeah yeah it's uh yeah it's 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 weird like i said uh, i had an old professor years and years ago that said make money off of your friends if you can because your enemies aren't going to do business with you and it, it sounds crazy to think that way but you almost have to is not saying your enemies, but if you've never worked with a company and you approach them and pitch them, they have no basis to make that decision on. So um, it is what it is. Uh, bring Chase in because you well, do a lot of marketing stuff as well. And, you know, when you get pitched to stuff like that, I mean, what do you as a, as a, as a company, what do you guys consider whether you're going to work with someone and sponsoring something and all that? Is it is it relationships or is it kind of a gut feeling or what? Hey, before Chase jumps in. Yep. Yeah, just just real quick, especially because I like talking over Chase. It's, it's awesome, but um, it's it's a progressionary thing, right? Like my just so people understand my pitch with Shot Show is that the whole point is the podcast guest thing is a no commitment, right? Oh, right. let's get you on that, and then that opens you up, and you have a person on, and you get to know that person, and they get to know you, and that typically leads to product, right? To review and, and other things. Yeah. Which then leads, like we're talking about, into that scenario where they feel more comfortable cutting a check. Go, Chase. Sorry. No pressure, but go, Chase. I mean, no pressure at all. Yeah. I mean, no, that's right. I mean, we, I mean, it's a, some of it's research, some of it's gut feeling, some of it's how I, that initial reaction went. You know, I'm a pretty fast judge of character personally, but most people, I've usually made a snap decision in five seconds of meeting someone, and I'm right. usually not wrong. And what you know, my gut feeling is on something, but you know, most people don't just walk up and go, Hey man, I have a channel, would you give me, <laughs> you know? And I will say, like, this year, especially, I don't know about y'all on the media side walking around seeing other people, but it seemed to me, it seemed like there was less media there this year, but it was much better quality media. Um, can I butt in and ask Chase a business question real quick? Chase, I'm fixing, to start a, I'm fixing to start a podcast, and I'm going to need $100,000 an episode, but EAA can be the title sponsor. I mean, how do you know what my budget was? It's like done. Oh, He's like, oh. done. That, that's all you want is 100000 You should have asked for two fifty, man. <laughs> yeah, that's like half price that goes to Clover. I know. This He's is true. Well, this is true. Well, I mean, we, get, we get paid in Turkish what is it turkish yeah it was like it was like 20 we, like 28 28,000 lira or something yeah we get awesome, paid man. in turkish lira so there you go trust me i've heard some of the prices some of these guys demand and i just laugh when i hear some of this madness you know i hear podcasts are actually charging their guests like a thousand dollars to be on their podcast there that's absurd to me they're charging their guests to come on 
Oh, yeah, hell, I'm, I'm, I'm not paying you for being on here. Oh, uh, I, you're already on, bro. So, like, you know, I've already got your Venmo, and I'm requesting I'm that. Payment so. on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, uh, you, let, you guys aren't paying? Ghost, we need to have a talk. Damn it. Damn it. Y'all killing me here, Smalls. So we need to start uh, charging Ghost to be on this every all the time. I'm just saying. Charging me to be on this? Absolutely. I, I'd charge myself if I could, for sure. Uh, John, kind of the same thing. When you're talking about marketing side, is there something – we already talked about working with creators, but when it comes to, like, the, the monetary side, the sponsorships or whatever, what are some of the characteristics that you guys are looking for or previous companies you were with um, are looking for when it comes to not just – like having a relationship with gear or ammo or whatever, but actually like being included in their projects. You know, that's hard because it, it comes down to a number of factors. You know, I've seen a lot of price sheets in the last couple of years and, and the numbers are sometimes astronomical in, in size, but it's one of those things where you, you have to decide where you want to spend that marketing dollars at. And sometimes it's as simple as, Hey, I can't, you know, yeah. pay for a full, full ad sponsorship, but here's what I can do. Here's product. Here's stuff that'll help Yeah, Cause, absolutely. Because where I'm at now, it's it's kind of easy because it's very, you know, it's a thing everybody needs. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you got to really decide because you, you may want, if it's somebody you don't know, it's a new show, you're really hesitant because you don't know about the show. You don't know them and they could say something off the rails and now yeah. your name's tied to it. So absolutely when it comes to people that you've worked with, uh, you know, ghost is definitely top of the list. Clover. It, it, I have to like lucky charms and something else to get, make it worth it. Right. Oh. He, he can promise a lot of things, you know? Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's an off air discussion, I guess. Smooth talker, man. So, so what you're saying, I'm hearing from, from John and chase and, and I kind of figured this, but it's more about the person than the pitch is what you're saying, right? It come, it can come down to that. Really. It just depends on the person and it. And if they have an established brand, really, like if they yeah. have an established audience, let's just say, you know, for example, Sean Heron, like I love the guy. Yeah. I've known the guy for years. It was a really easy decision. But when it came to like some other people, it's like I don't know you. And then you start watching the stuff, and you're like, oh, that really doesn't align with me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Now Rod out there, our good buddy Rod at Aegis Gun Care says, here at Aegis, we offer a Big Mac meal for sponsorships. That's up from the dollar uh-huh. menu. Uh, the dollar menu does the the dollar menu doesn't exist anymore. It's now called the value mem- menus. I think it's like two two ninety nine for things now. But I'm down for a Big Mac too, Rod. So I'm all yep. for that. Yep, I'm in. I'm in. Done. I'll actually take uh, if if you're willing to, I'll I'll take some Krispy Kreme donuts and a and a Wendy's oh, frosty. Uh, those two, I'll I'll I'll, I'll dance for you. Absolutely, yeah, and, I'll dance and you'll be in the things. hospital bed next to Paul too. And I and I will love every well. Yeah, I love every second of it except for the hospital part. So, yeah, right, for sure. Um, yeah, we we do want to make sure we send another shout out to Paul. And um, it was great meeting Jeffrey this week. And oh yeah, um, he's just as bad as twisted as Paul is, which I like. Um, Zach, yeah, Zach was it, there. Don't Zach was there. Zach was there for a couple of days. I really wish I had more time with Zach. Zach, Zach was a really cool dude. I wish he was there the whole week. But um, yeah, 
it was great seeing him, meeting him, and all that. Um, I was Greg for a little while, and my wife was Emily. So I was Mauricio for a day or two, so that you was were, kind of interesting. Yeah. I was Greg. For you a were day. also Kim. You were also Kim. I was also Kim. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I was your wife for the day. Go figure. <clears throat> Usually, it's the other way around. Oh, that was true. <laughs> I was Greg, and you were Kim. Yeah. Yeah. What happens in Vegas, y'all? Mm. Uh, G23 says, what happened with Paul? I don't want to get it. It's, 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 I, I, I will just say he had some health complications and he you can was... go watch Clover's video for, uh, yeah, I explained it in my video I dropped earlier. Yeah. It's in, it's in graphic detail too. Graphic detail. Yeah. Uh, but no, he's okay. He's just going to recover oh, yeah. time, but he's okay. But, uh, he definitely, Definitely was uh, not around for shot. Unfortunately, it's all right. I mean, he's a quitter. He just wouldn't. He just didn't want to be at the shows. All that was. That Instagram post you put. I, I'm not kidding. That was an awful, selfish move. It was. And I think. I think you need to consider firing him. Seriously. Yeah. Wow. I'm sure, he loved, I'm sure he loved the card we sent too. That was the best part. Oh my god. Uh, the the cartoon illustrations of the card were kind of priceless. Um, when, when you know someone has a sick mind and you have to do a get well card, you can only imagine some of the uh, comments were made on that get well card because only friends can do that to each other, you know. From the drawings and the illustrations to the dirty limericks, I mean, it was it was a yeah. good card. It was That's a good, good card. Time. Good time, good time had by all. Um, yeah, thanks guys for watching. It's been right at two hours uh, and all that. I kind of want to go through the room and let people plug uh, what they want to talk about. I want to start with John. Uh, anything that you need to bring up or talk about business-wise or anything like that right now? No, that's about really it. Uh, you know, just make sure that you guys, you know, uh, you know, follow me on Instagram at John Fontaine. And uh, if you like cigars and gun content and anything else like that, just hit me up if you need anything. You're a good man, Charlie. I miss seeing you this week. At, uh, there will be many, 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 many. We're going to have to make up for it, which could be pretty dangerous, just saying. Pretty uh, dangerous. As long as it's just you, I'm good. You know, the other one, <laughs> oh, baby. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you, you get one without the other, though. Look who's talking. <laughs> part of that Walking around with your damn entourage. Mm-hmm. Although I was a little disappointed. Y'all left Gary in the dust a lot this week. I didn't see Gary with you guys much. How do you Don't know? Worry. How do you know? Hey, hey, how do you know Gary didn't leave them? Oh, that's true too. I, I didn't think about that side uh, of it. He very well just said to hell with you guys. I yeah. tried to leave the other two most of the time. So I understand. I understand. Uh, I understand. It does help. It does help when you've got someone to at least for a partial time to uh, walk around with and, and be camera persons for each other. But more importantly, uh, be able to like discuss things, and then obviously you have to do it on your own a lot of stuff. But uh, Clover and I had some. Stuff that we had to take care of as, as a partnership, uh, not a legal partnership, but they just a uh, business partnership. Yeah. So it was oh, nice Paul, to walk was around. Able to get married, marriage you guys license. went ahead and used the reservation of the wedding chapel for you two, or what? No, no, no. The marriage license uh, oh, no, were for two got, other people. Yeah, uh, it's it's not official, but there is a marriage license. Uh, just saying. So, um, yeah, oh, we'll the, see. The year is young. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, it, it it will be used. And Andy it can be probably changed. has wedding chapels too. So. Guarantee it. Oh, Elvis Andy might not be there, that. but they do have wedding chapels. I'm sure. Yes. Oh, they do. Um, Chase, as far as 
you guys had a big week in a lot of different ways. Um, but uh, congrats on the 2311. Uh, for those of you that may not have heard from like 11,000 people talking about the Witness 2311, uh, you want to spend a couple of minutes talking about the different uh, options in that? So basically the Witness 2311 is our entry into the double stack 1911 world. But the difference in ours is we're going to do 9, 10, and 45, and we're going to do it in an officer, a commander, a government, and a 6-inch 10 mil hunter. And the and biggest thing about that is what? The best part is the price. I, that gun's going to start as a nine ninety nine street price. Yeah, a sub a sub 1,000 double stack 1911. That's pretty amazing. And I, I suggest people out there – if you ever get a chance to shoot one, uh, do because you're going to pick it up no matter what model it is. And you say, Oh my God, this is so light. And then you're kind of nervous about, well, if it's so light, um, what's the recoil like? And there is zero recoil. It's, it's pretty phenomenal design. You guys have, it's, it's amazing. So absolutely um, sick. Yeah. A lot of of thought went in that gun. There's a lot of, there's a lot of time behind those guns. The uh, you know you've got something good though, and all your competition is coming to check it out. Yes, they were the entire staccato, and, and, and they were not real happy with you guys either. Yeah, some of them weren't. Some of them were, you know, were like, "Oh, that's pretty slick. You know, that's a cool idea." Some of them not so much. <laughs> great. Um, makes me happy. Yeah, it was uh, great seeing you as well, Bud. Um, I know it was a a, a stressful shot uh it's it's gonna be a stressful post shot uh you're stuck in parts unknown oh, yeah. Phoenix, i'm surprised you and john aren't together right now to be honest with you i'm just saying well, that's because we just like realized that like, we're both sitting in phoenix so we're going to remedy that problem i would imagine please yes, have video are. of that please take video They're meeting of that at the motel night. six in a couple hours yeah. They do they do charge by the hour, I'm just saying, you know. I have a really nice hotel room. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> I don't stay in those peasant accommodations like under the freaking stairs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, speaking you gotta of, do what you gotta do to get by, man. Speaking know, of under the stairs, we'll bring budget in or <laughs> Mike from MK Outdoor Journal. Uh, anything that you want to talk about shot real quick that we haven't talked about, and then go ahead and let people know where they can find you and all your projects coming up, Mike. Um, no, I think it's pretty much been wrapped up as far as shot goes. Um, as far as MK Outdoor Journal, there's some, uh, you know, going to be off my hiatus here real shortly. I've got some changes coming, though. The right of the people will be returning, but there, there are going to be some changes made. I'm going to do a channel update video to uh, talk about that. Um, got some videos coming soon. I'm going to try to get my shot stuff edited and posted up this weekend first clear that all out of the way and then i can get to filming some new stuff and uh yeah it's gonna be uh i think it's gonna be a good year this year just kind of stay tuned for that so my question to you i want to ask you and she fires and chris looking back on it now i think i know the answer but is there any hesitation on was shot going to shot worth it 100 percent yeah absolutely it kind of revitalized my my drive to do this more yes. so yeah yeah i'm very excited i came back like although i was dying um right. came back <laughs> saturday crafting emails 
Um, yep. Nice. So yeah, definitely excited. Yeah, I, I I love the fact that all three of you guys went there uh, and just crushed it. You guys were all over the place. You were hustling. You were bustling. You were uh, you were doing good work, and it was really refreshing to see. Not that any of us ever had any doubts that the three of you, you know, are hard workers to begin with, but it was really nice to see that you weren't overwhelmed by the moment and you just kind of kept your head down and went. That's really kind of what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, bring in she fires real quick and, and anything you want to bring up and, and close out on shot, go for it. Mm-hmm. More importantly, tell people where they can find you and maybe some of the projects you have going on right now. No. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks again for having me. Nice. Anytime. Talking with all of you. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to finish up the editing for the range day video. Um, and then separate from that, I have a, a shot show highlights type video that mm-hmm. I'm trying to get finalized. So after that, I'm hoping that some of the products that I've been trying to coordinate, um, some things are coming in, um, waiting for that to arrive. So I'll have new content to show on my channel. Um, specifically, um, I, I was successful stopping by standard manufacturing. So definitely look out for a video coming soon on that. Oh, G-Webs is going to be jealous. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. And uh, love meeting you, uh, your husband. It was it was just great. It was great. The energy you brought. The, the, the problem that I have with you is you always have a damn smile on your face. And that's just annoying. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm, I'm a pretty grouchy person. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, every time that I afraid. saw you, you had a big smile on your face. So that was refreshing. Yeah. Give her time. She'll get jaded. It's all good. <laughs> she will. We'll, she'll, we'll hate, she'll hate the world. Absolutely. We'll, we'll turn her eventually. She'd hang out with us enough. I'm, right. glad you, I'm glad you saw her the smile. Every time uh, I saw her, she was giving me a go to hell look and stay away from her look. Oh, so, no. I don't know. But, that's, but you get that look from everybody, though, bro. <laughs> well, yeah. I was going to say, you shouldn't have been surprised by that. Yeah. Right. Uh, Chris, going to bring you in. Anything that you want to wrap up with shot and all that? But once again, uh, what are some of the projects you've got going on and what can people find you and, and see what you're doing? Uh, well, first, I want to say thank you to you, Ghost, and Clover and G-Webs for uh, getting uh, all of us first-timers kind of prepped for going. Uh, you guys were a big I want to say thank you to Snob because he's the one that basically shamed you into going this year. That's true. And yeah. uh, that uh, he he has a lot to do with that, but no. Uh, it was our pleasure. No, so. and uh, Thank you for that. And then uh, yeah, I want to thank Snob for uh, talking me into going over and talking to the guys at Live Free Armory. That was a pretty awesome experience over there. So um, as far as what I got coming up, uh, tomorrow night we'll have the Wednesday night live chat at 9 Eastern. Um, she fires will be there 2A we stand range bros tv uh, mill Serp duo so we're gonna have basically have a all first timer show coming back from shot nice so, nice so I'm excited about yeah, that uh, nick nick kind of knocked it out of the park too uh nick was everywhere yeah he did yep. He, yep. He, and uh yeah and i got a I'm just going to be cranking out shot show videos all this week, and then uh, I'll be off to the uh, Great American Outdoor Show to do a bunch more filming over there. There's a good chance you might see Chase there. Hell <laughs> 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 no, you won't. Chase might get divorced. Yep, yeah, yeah, he's definitely in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's no, it's I'm definitely good. in the hallway, and it's like all tiled. It's loud as shit in here. 
Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, like I said, all three of you should be proud. Um, you guys did a great job. So not that that was any, you know, we were expecting that from you guys. So, but you guys, you guys did a great job. Uh, Snob, bring you in. Anything you want to clean up with Shot Show? And uh, what what all do you have coming down the line now? Um, I'm going to echo what, uh, what I heard from a big douchebag. I mean, a big gun channel last night. Shot Show is dead. There's no reason to go. It's the stupidest thing ever for Absolutely. you to go. And so I'm not going to be going next year. I'm just going to go with that. Yeah. And yeah, please, if you didn't go this year, don't go back next year. It's not worth it. It's really not. And also, except, except for John. We'll let John come back next year. <laughs> and also, congratulations to all the three new timers that are or first timers that are in here. That was they did impressive work this week. So hundred percent. Well, except for budget, screw him. But the other two. Well, Budget was Budget had to sleep well, on yeah. an air mattress underneath the stairs, so he was kind of screwed. Oh, so he just wasn't well rested, is what you're saying. He wasn't well rested. No, he had to live with us, so he only got about three hours uh, sleep a day. Okay. He wasn't real happy with uh, with us going down the stairs at weird hours of the morning, waking up at four o'clock and all that. So, uh, yeah, I would love to have Budget back. I, I think that. Uh, I'd be surprised if he stays with me in Clover next year. I think, but just uh, like I'm standing in Venetian next year, screw this peasant stuff. Well, there was only Are one set. Of, there was also only one set of keys to the condos, so that was interesting because we we're on different places and all that. That was interesting, yeah. to, be, to say the least. Yeah, I'll just but, go yeah. ahead. I, I paid less party. for that for that week in Vegas than I would pay for a night at the freaking Venetian. Right, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll, this I'll, is true. No, I'm that not, is true. I'm not ashamed. 100%. I'll do the peasant thing. <laughs> nice. I'll say this um, year the this upcoming shop now will be Harris will be the place to go now. That's where that's where we're staking out this upcoming year. Oh well, nice. we might have to jump in on um, if you go and get a block of rooms. We might that might be something to think about is jumping in that block of rooms. Um, hey, there's Nick out there. Um, yeah, yep. Nick did, did a great job as well. The Millsurp duo. Go check him out. Uh, did a great job this week. He was everywhere as well, so uh, it was good to see him. Uh, G, anything you want to close up with Shot Show? And and I know you got a bunch of projects going on. Uh, some you can't talk about yet, but um, I think you're probably looking forward to a really cool 2023. Are you not? Yes and no. I mean, yes. I mean, yes and yes. It's just that uh, I did have a little bit of what do you call it annoyance when I came back and got demonetized on YouTube yesterday. So channel, it's been yeah, two thousand and nine, weathered through all kinds of strikes and stuff, and now they just demonetized it. So it was a couple hundred bucks. It's not like it's no money, but it's frustrating. So I just want to throw out that you know y'all on different platforms, so value that and keep your backups and your more than backups your attention on some of those other oh, i'm talking about the wrong thing uh some of your attention on those other platforms uh you can be a value everything you're talking about today is amplified when we're on multiple platforms when we're using the whole internet so uh yeah i'm planning to do um you know lean into that and do some featured stuff with workshops on the gear side with uh you know, some of the ways to use your LinkedIn or like Linktree and the different versions of mm -hmm. Linktree so that you can monetize your platforms even when the platforms aren't conducive to what we're doing. But also, uh, you know, SHOT Show is a whole bunch of other things besides guns. So yep. uh, you all travel to get there. You spend a lot of money doing it. 
more than likely you, you ate places you can do reviews of those restaurants and the food that you ate uh oh budget definitely did a review on one of the places we ate <laughs> well but i'm saying like there's ways to monetize that and we are on youtube yeah. we're on the giant platform with people that are traveling to that city so you know right. you, you, you've got a, we all did, had a lot of experience this week and i'll be trying to help keep people keep that in mind as we go forward don't forget about that stuff you can monetize your cameras thanks to pink for hooking me up with a bunch of new phones i had no idea how good phones are I, i'm using a phone that's ancient yeah. technically so um i'm looking forward to having some workshops going forward so that people um kind of pay attention to that stuff that can be monetized uh on youtube and more than just monetization that means it gets reach so if we're trying sure. to get real words or you know real important stuff out there we're trying to normalize guns we're trying to get second amendment issues out there uh we can do that better when we have more reach and when you do things like the flashlights and the key rings and the, the boots that we were wearing, perhaps, or the bags that we were carrying, uh, we do reviews like that and include that in our coverage of SHOT Show. That gives us that reach. And, and, and at the same time, YouTube will pay us for that. So that'll help us get to SHOT Show next year. Absolutely. Oh, anyway, so, you know, every weeknight at midnight, we'll still be doing the Daily Gun Show. So join us then. And, and you know, it was it's not obviously necessary but you know chris and she fires and budget have thanked all the people for helping them understand that most of the people that you're thinking that helped you learn from g um you know g was instrumental at least for clover and i and snob uh the first years we went we were we didn't have a clue what to expect and g so you know g helps out so many people in, in a lot of different ways so I think basically everyone that knows G, uh, I'm going to put him on a spot here, but you know, I think we all will have a big thanks to you for, for everything that you've done for the community and, and for us as well. But uh, it was really great to see you this week. I know that there was a, a, a stressful moment a few days ahead of time. You weren't sure if you were going to make it, but it was awesome to see you as well, as always. And, and I wish I would have seen the pup. You know, I would, I would have seen Oh, he's going for sure from now on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm furious with you for not bringing the pug. I just I didn't even want to talk to him at the show. I pretty much ignored him. I wanna I wanna chime in on that too because um, when we were at Range Day, uh, about once every hour, G Webs would come up to us and say, you know, you guys need anything, you mm -hmm. know, you, and uh, so just thank you, G Webs, for all that. You know, G's one of those that um, almost an very unselfish way to a lot of people is more i don't know how to put this he's more interested in other people's success and that that's a tremendous asset to have um yeah uh clover i really don't care what you're doing i really don't care what you think about shot but Bail if someone usual. out there yeah. yeah exactly but there might be someone out there that cares about what you say someone give you a it. couple seconds but uh yeah Talk about some of the projects you have going on, and, and can I recap anything with shot that we didn't talk about? So first, I you know right, that I was great. Let's end it. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Uh, thanks for having me, everybody. We'll see you next see week. You. Yeah. Yeah. See you, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. I figures the Okie would do that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll echo first of all what everybody said about uh, budget. I'm going to say budget, not MK Outdoor Journal, and uh, he'll just have to deal with it. But uh, and Seafires and Chris and and uh, Milserp Duo and and all of the other ones uh, that that showed up and shot and, and worked hard. You know, it's, it's tough because we have these conversations and, and 
and it's it's with the you know to with the rookies it's with the newbies and a lot of times we have conversations and we know they're going to be good and when Shasho comes and I feel like I I let them down in a way uh because I've got my own things I've got to do and so that's because you do I let see, them down but yeah well it's true um dude but, you got to do for you we said don't have no, there's I, a certain, no, there's a certain point when you know we got to stop holding the hand and get the. I get it. I it. get it. But it's one of the things where you, you know, you see, like we stayed with you. So that's not a, that was, that was easy. But like she fires and, and Chris and, and I mean, I've seen them what two, maybe three times during the show or something, you know? Um, but I've said it all in all. I don't go to take selfies with people. I go shot shows. One of the things I want to maximize my ROI. Um, you know, that that trip is costly. It's not handed to me. And I need to be able to make the most of it. And and, and once you get there, right, and, and all three of the, the rooks we have on the panel tonight, they understand it now. Like, once you get there, it's time to work, you know. Uh, some of the parties afterwards, you let your hair down, you'll smoke breaks or here and there. But for the most part, you got to work. And, uh, and and I'm proud to see the work that they, they put into shot. Uh, for she Fire specifically, I won't, I won't mention the details, but I will just say thank you for what you did. Uh, and that really helped on the way home. Um, I, I totally enjoyed that little gift. This is a, a family friendly show, uh, by the way. Just saying. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, <laughs> really, really, little. that came in, that came in handy. That's all I'll say. Um, so anyway, um, as far as yeah, as far as content, so you know, it's really weird. <laughs> the shot showed with the, the stress of shot and the stress of what G webs was talking about with some of the YouTube things going on. By the way, I did have a meeting with YouTube earlier today about G web situation, about some other channels that have experienced some issues that shot. It was very stressful um, coming home, you know, in the car on the way home and people having problems and I was out of pocket and I wasn't able to deal with it, um, you know, or try to follow up and try to help figure things out. And that sucked, but just know I did have a, a I'm in, am in have established communications with YouTube, and we're trying to sort through and parse through and figure out what's going on and what the remedy to everything is. Uh, so just you know, stand by for the standby uh, with that. But with all of the the stress and and with being out of shot, I told my wife, I said, you know, it, it sounds crazy. And on the way home, I bought I don't know about a hundred dollars worth of sports cards um, at different places that we stopped and i told her this sounds crazy but i just went to shot and i'm looking forward to the thursday night live stream on the card channel to just like just get away from everything for you're such a nerd you know that isn't, isn't that crazy nerd uh, no I, I i i love you'll sports be, cards you'll too. be there you'll be there i'll be there i'll be the first one there i love that yeah <laughs> right I'm a sports uh, card I did nerd pick as up well. i did pick up one of the things i picked up and, and there was a the definite reason why was Boba Fett season one trading cards. So Oh snap. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna do those Thursday or not, but uh yeah, really looking forward to those. But yeah, it's just something something different to to get away. Um but as far as content, um we dropped a video today, the uh mighty EAA witness twenty three eleven worst shot show video ever. And if you're curious what happened to Paul during SHOT Show, well, I'll go through all of that in that video, too. So definitely check that one out. But as far as videos from SHOT, I dropped a lot of shorts videos. Not my shorts, but... That's kind of redundant, videos. isn't it? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, that's true. You dropping shorts, true. I don't Any see that. This video is going to be a short. Yeah, right. Um, I think there might be three more videos uh, from SHOT coming this week, something like that. There's not many. I did have some promises I made to a few companies. 
uh, that, yeah, you know, I would film, I would film in your booth, you know. Um, so there are a few of those coming. Uh, obviously, a range day montage. I got to get that put together. That'll be kind of a, a cool little thing. Um, and then, um, yeah, going to start early next week, uh, the follow-ups. One, one thing I will say to the newbies uh, is don't follow up too early. Uh, we heard, and I think Ghost can back me up on this, we heard several people say at least a week, like wait at least a week and maybe two after SHOT Show is uh, is done before you get in touch with us. So, um, you know, I'll start making the contacts, uh, reestablishing contact in, and uh, I've already got things here. There was, there was folks that sent me stuff during, talking about products to do videos on, that actually sent me stuff during the show. I uh, talked to them and they're like, what's your address here? And they were on their phone and they're like, done, it's on its way, you know. And I had stuff in the mailbox actually when I got here and stuff on the front porch too. Um, so I have some stuff to get me by until we start the Ghost of Clover podcast, which will be kicking off here before too terribly long, uh, which is something new that Ghost and I are collabing on. Uh, and then kicking off the early season of the uh, getting guests scheduled for that and everything for the uh, early season of uh, the Clover Tech podcast. So. Now that I've taken up, like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes of your airtime, uh, I'll turn it back over to you. I, I fell asleep halfway through, so I, I really know, wasn't right? But, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I do want to say I, I like to make fun of Rich White because he's an easy target um, to do that, but he might have won the internet tonight. He, he comments on Clover, shorts are just full-length pants. That's, that's the true. true. This is the truest statement that's been said all night. So, true. yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as me, yeah, I've already put out several videos. I put the witness video out there, uh, Anderson video, a BRG video. I've got one more to drop tomorrow, and I'll be done with that. Back to your regularly scheduled um, stuff. Like I said, the podcast, uh, we're going to do some different things with this podcast in the next year. Uh, obviously, the Jarhead podcast, we're going to have some really cool stuff happening with that. And then, all, like Clover said, we're starting Oh, you made to, some awesome contacts, I heard. I did. That. It was pretty amazing uh, how the Jarhead podcast is going to play out. Uh, I also had one of the greatest ideas ever, and I still might do it. I had a buddy of mine that told me that I should go after Crayola as a sponsor for the Jarhead podcast, and it never even crossed my mind. But getting crayons to actually sponsor the Jarhead, Jarhead podcast might be something I have to do just to see if they'd be receptive to it. That's um, so genius. Yeah, when someone said that, I was like, how did I not ever think of that? Like, that's that's brilliant. Like, that is brilliant how I never thought of that. But, uh, yeah, I might have to do that. But, yeah, the Close and Clover podcast will be kicking off here uh, the next uh, month or so. And um, – That'll be a fun podcast. It'll be a little bit different than what you might be accustomed to for podcasts. Um, but it'll be fun for sure. We'll have a good time with it. But yeah, go check out uh, everyone on this panel. Go check out their, their companies. Go check out their their um, their channels, their podcasts, their videos. Make sure that you're supporting the people that are actually putting in the work. And it's not a dig on anyone that didn't go because there's reasons why people didn't go. But for the ones that did go, Support their, watch their videos, you know, share their videos. You're only helping the industry. And, and whether or not you no, typically watch them or not, go check them out. You might find something on their channel that you didn't know existed. So, ex, you know, expose yourself. Not ex, expose yourself. That's, that's probably a bad way. But, yeah, expose yourself to some different channels that you may not have watched before. But, yeah, thank you, everyone, for coming. Uh, two and a half hours, you're not getting your money back. For those that are still here, um, man, there's still a lot of people watching this two and a half hours in. 
Uh, you're not getting your money back, but I appreciate you dropping by. If you're watching this in replay or listening to the podcast and you're still with us, God bless you. Um, you need to get a life, but we appreciate you spending two and a half hours of your life listening to this crap. So uh, thank you so much for everyone for coming. Watch, uh, learn, share, like, support the people that are trying to do good work in this industry, the, cha- the channels, the companies, everyone involved. Um, from what I saw at SHOT Show this week, the gun community is in very good hands. and it's, It looks like it's going to be a positive 2023. So let's get out there, buy more guns, uh, support the industry as much as you can because without the consumer, there won't be any more companies. So yeah, thank you so much for watching. We'll take you, uh, we'll see you soon. Simplify.